Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Snarf Talk hey. in the house. We're back. The yep. late little late night recording sesh. Yeah, back to the late night late night session. All because Jerry just doesn't care about other people's time. Right. No, I don't. I have no regard for other people. Um, the world. This this is a little bit of news. We're going to jump right in the news. The world revolves around me. Yeah. So it's a Jerry world. All yeah. Jerry all okay. the time. And I'm a Jerry girl. You know. <laughs> Um, I see a little bit of a special guest over there. Yeah. A it, long, long time since he'd been on the podcast. It's It's been a bit, I'd say. Yeah. It's been a minute, yeah. as they it's say, been a in minute. California. They do say that in Cali. In California. Oh, California. Yeah. Um, we got a... Uh, have, have you ever, real quick, have you ever seen that that skit on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, everybody's, the Californians? Seen, everybody's seen that. That's so great. Everybody's seen that. Chair. <laughs> it's so funny. I hope everyone's seen it because it's really good. The Californians. No, that's that's one of my favorite SNL like bits of all time. Okay. Anyways, go ahead and introduce them. We got Nate with us. Howdy. AKA Pagoda. Pagoda, my AKA man. AKA Back in the House. Young Nathan. AKA Beard Guy. Where where have you I been? I have it back. Because you have not been on the show for like, I don't know, six months. Working. If I'm not working, I'm a farming. So, yeah. Working and a farming. If I'm not working, I'm twerking. Right? That you like too. to twerk? Yes. I like to run. Very I'm, I'm very, very just interested in what you're drinking over there. Oh, it's a Modelo Chilada. Chilada. He stole it out of my fridge. So that's he, uh Yeah, because I bought it. <laughs> he also bought it and put it in my fridge. <laughs> that's beer and tomato juice. A little hey, bit of yeah. other stuff. That's yeah. disgusting. It's actually really good. No, it's not. It's very healthy, too. Have you had a chilada? Yeah, it's not good. Then why did you ask what he was drinking? If you knew well, I've never had a Modelo. Oh, it's Well, good. that's your problem. If you get the Bud Light one, yeah. absolute garbage. Well, don't I don't mind. like tomato juice. Does that hurt my chances of enjoying yes. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It does. Because that's very why much. I think it's, they're disgusting. Oh, well, that makes sense, then. Uh, the first time I had one was, um, I don't know, we were cooking s'mores out on the fire. Yeah. Um, On a random night, and you had one. A couple months ago. I thought that was just like specifically reserved to be a morning thing. Mm. Yeah, everybody tells me that, but yeah, I don't listen. Nate drinks like Bloody Marys 24-7. Yeah. He walks around. (laughs) If I can. (laughs) He walks around with a Bloody Mary in a cup. Like one of those camel back things full of Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's what he does. Literally walks around with a camel back with a hose Mm. right to his face. Bloody Marys are more my Had a high burn like they 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 rose it was faster from, than fast it was from the military and then they just mm. kind of disappeared because mm. we like when we joined it was like a big deal you better have your camelback yeah sure death without your camelback <clears throat> yep now you never hear about them anymore no. you never even see them in walmart no. or anything I'm and sure it was like them, a but. it was like a hot ticket item in in the army too because like if you didn't turn that crap back into uh 
supply. Yeah. You may have to turn yeah. them into supply. It was part of TA-50, yeah. And if you didn't turn it back in, they were charging you like a buttload of money for that thing. Really? Yeah, 150 oh, yeah. bucks. Yeah. Jeez. And at the time, we were like, man, I, I, like, I really wanted to keep that thing. But I had to turn it in because I wasn't going to give up that 150 bucks. Yeah, kind of like whenever you said you were going to keep your FR-rated clothing. Yeah. I, I'm keeping this. I'm keeping this. Yeah, $500. Nope. I'm yeah, turning it You can have that back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that important. So yeah. speaking of uh, tomato juice. Oh, right. Back on the topic of the Why is it? And I know, juice. Listen, people. I know that this is like a trope. And I know other comedians have talked about it. But that doesn't change the fact that I still don't understand why. When I say other comedians, I'm including myself. In oh, yeah. And me. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why do people only drink tomato juice on airplanes? Hmm. What? You ever notice that? Yeah, no, a lot of people do. The only time I've ever seen anybody drink tomato juice that's not a Bloody Mary or a chelada. Okay. <laughs> you tried to be a little ethnic there. It didn't work. It didn't come across. <laughs> I didn't came across my, I don't that's think the didn't. only time I've ever seen anybody order or drink a tomato juice. Oh, uh, no. My grandparents, uh, my grandma June and grandpa Rick, he was at the house tonight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would they cracked open it. a tomato juice? They would drink it all the time. Like out time. of a can? Every, every night. V8. V8 is not tomato juice. Yes, it's it is. It's made out of eight, eight vegetables. vegetables. Yep. V8. Mm-hmm. Boom. But, but they also have... in it. It's v- sweeter. No, V8 originated as just tomato juice, though. No, the whole name is V8. Vegetable well, what's the original? Then? Campbell's Tomato Juice. Same company. They can it. But and then the little cans, you would yes. probably have that. Well, then I'm just wrong saying it's V8. They 100% would drink tomato juice all the time. Well, anyway, in the evening, outside of your grandparents, I've never seen another human being do it. Well, you've never seen my grandparents do it either. Well, so you're making this really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Why is it that people only get always get on airplanes? Like, I don't always. know. I really don't know. I mean, tell me a hangovers. time you've been on an airplane that somebody in your vicinity hasn't ordered a tomato juice. Yeah. Because it happens every time. They must be, it must be a thing with frequent flyers. Yeah. Like, does it annoying. calm every the nerves? Every time it happens, it pisses me off <laughs> to like the maximum extent. I can be sitting there and like getting ready to go on a Caribbean vacation. I'm going to take totally this freaking chill. plane down. And then the person in front of me is like, hey, I think I don't have a, a tomato juice, please, on ice. And I just want to get up and, and punch then, that human being yeah. right in their human being Chris face. Chris gets up and says, if anybody orders a tomato juice, I am taking this plane <laughs> down. I will take it down. <laughs> I don't know why that bothers you so much, but you are right. A lot of people do What's drink it. What's your plan? And they always, this plane. They don't. Uh, <laughs> hey, watch it. We're being monitored, I'm sure. Um, Speaking of planes, you know stewardesses, like, more than 50% of the time they give me the full can instead of just the cup with the ice. And I never see them give it to anybody else. Right. And I never ask for it. Oh, you've just got that. I got that big, that guy's a big fat guy and he needs this full can. No, No, you've got that like. He's going to slam it anyway, so we're not going to give him a. You've got that super alcoholic face. Yeah. Where they're just like, I mean, this guy's got nowhere to go anytime soon. (laughs) I was just talking about like a Diet Coke. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant like whole cans of beer. I think they always give you a whole can of beer. Big bottles of schnapps. Because I know you. Snaps. I was like on a plane once with schnapps. one of our uh, friends, mutual friends, uh, Mr. Jim Bilmer. Oh, Jim Bilmer. Yeah, yeah. my favorite. And um, he actually got cut off. Really? Yeah. Well, they the do that. The stewardess came up and said, This is an airplane, not a bar. 
That's enough. Really? But Ouch. I'm paying you for it. Well, yeah. was he was it good? I mean, was he he needed to be cut off? Um, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, he was fine. Uh, they completely ran out of whiskey and then ran out of scotch. Oh. Because Ooh. it was all drank. So then he turned to mm. me to order That's, for him. Yeah. And they caught on to that game real quick. Real quick. <laughs> real Because apparently the... I they was be? staying sober because when we were landing in Mexico on the other side of this journey, really not knowing where we were going and we needed to get a taxi. So somebody needed to be sober. Right. <laughs> to, in order to do that. Would they be called steward eye or stewardess? Oh, we are not doing this again. <laughs> Have we done this before? Oh, between uh, stewardesses, yeah, stewardesses and buttling. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> we did do the whole but but butlers buttling. No, <laughs> that was a good that. one. Yeah, I threw that one at the coworkers the other day, and so they were can like, I say no. steward eye? Yeah, you can you, say if it. You wanna, it's just not yeah. going to make you sound intelligent. No, well, yeah. okay, I won't say it then. <laughs> I guess I won't say it then. The look you just gave me about that, I felt no. it in my soul. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> so what else is new nate yeah what have you been up to you haven't been around you've been farming you've been working farming. what else farming that's it yeah prevent plant well then you haven't really been doing that much farming no yeah, yeah right <coughs> i mean you haven't planted anything if it's no prevent plant. i mean if you play the game of planting tough grass Oh, oh, you're doing cover crops and stuff. Yes, we are Taff. doing. We talked about Teff on this. Yeah, we podcast. did. You, they, and uh, I missed. They, damn they, it. They make a, uh, a in Ethiopia. They have this bread made out of Teff called injera. Yeah, hmm. and it's an in, unleavened bread. Right. Okay. It's like um, whatever the thing he kept trying to tell me it was non. He kept telling non. me it was non. Oh yeah, non. It, but it, it is. is. It's injera. No, because non is not made from Teff. I know, but non-bread, I think, is an overall term that says it's unleavened. Okay. Right, yes. Well, teff is, um, it's like switchgrass kind of, isn't it? It's, kind mm-hmm. of the, it's in the grass family, right? Yes. Or, yes. Because, like well, we were torn between teff grass and Sudan grass. Um, okay. Mm, and, that, but Sudan. since we have... But Sudan's problematic, though, because you can get, if you lose control of that, you got some problems, right? I didn't look into it that's all i don't know the details here i could be 100 yeah. wrong <laughs> i thought that sudan can't grass was becoming like a tricky weed to maybe i'm well in well it was also longer we wanted to keep that grow period short so we can essentially go at the end of are you gonna bail it and sell it yeah september 1st they, they, you're going to sell it or you're going to use it? Do you no, have livestock? You, you can, yes, we have livestock. Okay. Which that was a, the other thing was that sedan grass is a little bit more fibrous. So since we have some equine livestock, it would be a little bit harder for them to deal with. So teff grass grows faster and Tef's should like be the, able to like, hit um, that. It's supposed to be like a miracle plant. It's good stuff. A miracle plant, how, how so? Like medically or? No, no, no. It's just uh, like as far as like feeding people. It's very You're talking like that, almost like a golden wheat. Yeah. What they had back well, in there. Except it does, yeah. Except in the golden wheat, the one that like cures blindness. Not quite. It's just that it, it grows in better in drought stricken areas. Okay. I just think, yeah, it's, it and grows it's more, in like a wide range of environments. And yeah. It's and it has, and, yeah, very aggressive. I, I um, was just talking about this too, to, uh, um, Tim, uh, the other Tim, what 
Gilmer, um, McDonald. No, McDonald. Um, that's what they're doing, planting teff grass. Oh, really? All over, yep. That's cool. I didn't know. Like, So is that, you can sell that? Do you bail yeah, they it? they changed not, the law. Not legally. Yes, you can. So they changed it. So originally how for it was. For prevented plant? Yeah, or? for prevented plant, originally you can plant a cover, but you could not um, sell it Sell it until after November 1st, November, which made yeah. it worthless. Okay. And then they came back, and I guess enough people complained that they're like, all right, all right, all right, we're going to do, we're going to change it to September 1st. So now I think oh. it's September 1st. So it's possible to do something sure. with that. Then. And then they came back and they said, oh, okay, no, 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 now you can plant um, corn and you can sell it for silage. It's this whole thing. Hmm. Yeah. Cause, Which is yeah. kind of annoying to some people that went out there and like beat it into the ground. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, which that's what. You know, that's what one of the neighbors, you know, he had said was that you could, you know, he, he went there and he beat on his equipment, threw everything in the ground that he could. And he's like, if I don't get a return on this as opposed to a preventive plan, he's like, I am never buying insurance. Well, I mean, <clears throat> it just depends on what insurance he's got, what kind of coverage and stuff and. I don't know. I, there were some pretty good returns on Prevent Plant. So, yeah, I would think that your, he would still be he, he'd still be miles ahead of people that did Prevent Plant because I think the market they, it's going to respond at some point. I don't know. We'll see. That, yeah. that could easily not be the case though. Prevent Plant corn is going to could be paying pretty well depending on oh, well, your average and your insurance coverage level. So we'll see. And there's your grass. <laughs> and there's the farm uh, report. There's your grass report. Fellows. The farming report has brought. Speaking of equine, though, you mentioned equine. Oh, don't remind me. I am. Uh, that's what I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to the Arlington uh, races, the racetrack. On Saturday oh yeah, going up to for the, the for the old horse races. Gonna bet on the ponies. Yeah, huh? and the bet like the the lineups came out today, so I need to figure out which horse I'm going to bet on. What are you gonna? You just do you just go up to the track and like mill around? I don't know. They have a beer tasting and a whiskey tasting oh, and nice. horse racing, and we're mm. spending the night in a hotel. It's like a whole. It's a whole thing. So, yeah, that sounds fun. Pretty exciting. I, I do like that. I've never yeah. done it. I've been to the OTB. Yeah, I've been to the OTB too. But just watching it like on uh, TV, like seeing the atmosphere, looks really? fun. Um, everybody that I know that's gone to. Um, the Arlington racetrack because I have a buddy that lived right around the corner from there for years. They say it's awesome. So really, yeah. even Arlington, like, is it big? Oh yeah, it's huge. Oh, I've never it's been. It's like there. a real racetrack. It's like a big deal. Oh well, no, I understand that, but I just didn't know how big it was. Like, if it was. Well, worth I'm gonna pull up here while we talk about our our move on. I'm gonna pull up the list of uh, horses. Okay. We're gonna and decide. Then we can on, pick. Yeah, we're gonna decide who That's I should. That's a good idea. Actually, I got them pulled up right here. So. I told you before I would only um, bet on uh, comic book related named horses. Yeah, but I don't know if there are. There's any, like so. none. Um, race one, we got Polly Warcry, mm. um, Lavern's Lass, Miss Mir, Kenye Cool, mm. the Thirsty Cowgirl, Lady Express, My Little Spitfire, and the Brilliant One. Race two, we got... Well, so that's race one. So out of those, who do you think I should do? What was the first one? 
Polly. Polly War Cry. Yep. I like that one. Hey, and Polly off of uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Yeah. And it just says War Cry. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's clearly yeah. the best one. Is it? Yeah. Um, race two, we got Fort Commander, Nobody <laughs> Move, Regal Kitten, Revolt, Joey B, and The Maligator. Like, oh man, that hanger on yeah. the, the I alligator. Like a, I like Regal Kitten. <laughs> I kind of like Nobody Move. Nobody Move? Boring. Or Joey B. Joey B. That <laughs> that dude, he's hiding some things. I think everybody's going to vote on the Maligator because it's a cool name. But Joey B's got some secrets. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, Joey yeah. B. Uh, race three, we got Mr. Haney. Oh. Uh, Timing is everything. Wait, Mr. Haney, wasn't he the teacher? That was in... Mr. Hanky. No, Chris... no, the teacher in Boy Meets World. Oh, no, that was, uh, what was his name? <laughs> Boy Meets World. Uh, Which one, the Han- old teacher or the young Hanley? teacher? The old teacher. Um, Mr. Prin- was he a principal or a teacher? Uh, no, no, he was, he a, was teacher. a teacher in Boy Boy Meets World. Yeah, he was a teacher. It was Mr. Haney. No, it was not. I like that was his next one, Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney, yes. Yeah. I was damn close. What a good show. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Great show. Um, have you ever seen Girl Meets World? No. I refuse. I don't think it's good. What was the other teacher's name? Mr. Turner. See, he was a nobody. I was a big fan of uh, Topanga Lawrence. Oh, or Topanga? Was her name? Yeah. Who wasn't? Yeah, Topanga Lawrence. Yeah. Had a bit of a crush on her. Everybody did. Yeah, right. Everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> it's true um but getting back to the more important things uh yeah. little yeah. balter smoky row mac fleetway and santa americana that's in the race three smoky what romac Roma. that's the dude. oh my god there's so many races i can't i can't do all these i'm just gonna pick out interesting names okay um smoky womack superman's cape oh well boom he has to done win. um winner there we got if there was a Star Wars based one, that'd be great. Um, Maximus, Colonel Fred, I like that one. Yeah, that's a decent. <laughs> I don't and know. We'll see. I think Fred. I'm going to put all my money on uh, Superman's cape. All of it, 100. percent You're not a huge Superman <laughs> <Should> fan. <go. laughs> you know, I'm not either. Superman. Do you feel like? Do you feel like that's an issue? Do you feel like you're like, um, I don't know, not. Like not a not a credible comic book fan saying that uh, you don't necessarily enjoy Superman books. Well, I will, I'm completely on board with that. I don't. I think it makes it. us more credible because it would be one thing if we'd sit here and say, you know, just give everything lip service. However, I haven't really read a lot of the good so-called good Superman stuff. I haven't either. So yeah. I did like like my main exposure. Was the Christopher Reeves movies and yeah, then, uh, right. the yeah. Dean Cain, all the movies Lois and, and Clark yeah, show, Lois and Clark, yeah. Oh, and I loved yeah. that show. I watched that show. I all didn't the time. even oh, really so like. Good. And then the animated movies. Yeah, I so the the only real exposure, like the most exposure I've had to them um, in the actual comic book world, was a Doomsday Clock. Okay. DC was doing the run Doomsday Clock. Mm-hmm. I think it's still going. I don't even think the last issue's out yet. Um, and I haven't read all of it. I've read the first like five issues, but, um, he's, he was in that somewhat prominently. Yeah. And, um, I, I don't know. I like, I liked the art a lot and he was really cool, but it, it still doesn't 
pull me in to want to read any of the stories. Maybe Grant Morrison's run. That's about it. The All-Star Superman. Yeah. I've read that, but years and years and years ago, and I don't think I ever finished it. I need to go back and read it. Everybody says it's one of the greatest runs of comics of all time. Right. I do heavily remember, like I think it was a Super Nintendo game, Death of Superman. Hmm. Where yeah. you could be like a bunch of different Supermans. Well, I remember when we really? when we huh. were deployed, Nate. There, yes. That's when Superman died. Yes. Oh, um, you were devastated. I, it did bother me a lot. Yeah, he, like, it really did. Knock and on that, the door, and, and again, just I, like I didn't I'm read Superman, but I was like, it's amazing to like, me that you both got out of the military without either one of you having a Superman tattoo. <laughs> Why would I? Don't I don't like, have a single a one. Common tattoo that people get is it. Yeah. Well, you know what I did get is a big uh, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Sam. That's too scary. <laughs> yeah. it a big my Uncle dreams. Sam. We're coming for you. And a Grim Reaper. Yeah. So I got, that one's pretty cool. I like this this one a lot, but um, and I like that one too. But oh, that's pretty cool. Did Beatles get you one over there? Or no? no, I never got one. He, from he him. owes you one. I actually he the, drew me a comic book. Cover I joke. <sighs> I was joking with you, but I I really think the the, the Uncle Sam one's cool. Because it looks like so so, uh, so bad, but that makes it kind of cool, right? If it was like does a, it? If it was like a perfectly drawn photorealistic one, it wouldn't be as cool. Of It'd a be story. like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, props he, to the artist, but I don't know. I mean, props to that artist. He had it, a vision. <laughs> yeah. Did he ever? <laughs> did, or did he have vision? Is the question. Because <laughs> I still think it's a cooler story. It's cooler to have something like that than like. I don't know something that's like perfect. Although, if I ever got a tattoo, um, this guy that I'm going to, it's, um, the guy that I'm going to the Arlington Racetrack, it's his 30th birthday. Alex, you know Alex. Uh-huh. Um, he has this artist. I don't know where he is, Joliet maybe. And he did. He has a full sleeve that he got done over the last couple of years. And it's all Ghostbusters. Really? And it Whoa. is like, per like I can't. This guy is so good. Wow. It's like photorealistic. All oh, the characters. That's great. Cool. He's got all the individual characters and then yeah, that's ghosts cool. and they're like shooting or trapping a ghost. It's yeah. really cool. And then I crossing asked them, streams? I'm like, is there never, any crossing streams? Never cross the streams. I wonder. I if think they, they are on there. They have to. That's how they win. And I uh, I asked him one time, I'm like, so you're like a huge Ghostbuster fan. He's like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> what i like i like it just enough to Actually, throw it in my skin he, so, he, he won the uh, stark he, madness he did i yes i think he is a fan but i think it was more like he wanted a cool theme to like do the whole thing as a theme oh i just think it's one of the coolest tattoos i like full sleeves i don't think i'd have the guts to get one myself right but. i definitely don't have the guts to do it but i like him i do like him a lot too I just I would, would go to that artist though. That was my point. That artist is. I'm just wondering if I could find an artist that could maybe touch this guy up over here. No, and, don't uh, make him a little uh, you might more as well just, yeah. realistic. Wait, wait another twenty years, maybe we'll see what where it lands. But have it have the artist turn Uncle Sam's face into Trump's face, and then just <laughs> oh my god, yes. Do you know how many fights <laughs> that would get right me? Make America great again, Ernie. Uh, nobody ever see it. No, actually, nobody even. A, a lot of people don't even know I have tattoos because they never. You could never see them, and that was a strategic thing. Like I didn't want them past my yeah. uh, shirt line. You know my sleeves. Um, I didn't I, really I didn't, know you had them for well, a long, long time. Yeah, you, you remember Raymaker from mm-hmm. over in Iowa? Yeah, yeah she had like. 10 tattoos yeah hidden all over the place yeah you could never see him even she in was all pt pe- uniform she was all pierced up too oh yeah 
she sneaky was. tattoos. She had sneaky piercings. Yeah, and she did. <laughs> like down her spine, though. She had yeah, some. She had the corset straight down her spine. Is this a person that was in the military with you? Yeah. And yeah. Do women and men shower together? No, 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 no. no. This ain't Starship Troopers. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm based. <laughs> good pull. <laughs> that is a super good pull <laughs> because good I must have rewinded and fast forward and played that part of that movie. I think, every, times. I think everybody did. I remember my mom let me rent that movie. We had it on VHS, <laughs> and she didn't think anything. I'm like, it's just a bunch of guys fighting bugs. I think mom. that's what every. Everybody did. Yeah, and everybody's and I was like, bugs. Oh my gosh. You know what's crazy though is like um back in the eighties <laughs> or early nineties, but we were watching eighties movies mm-hmm. oh, um yeah. on VHS. Like I'd go over to my buddy Victor's house and we'd watch stuff constantly. And like every movie had nudity in it. Like oh. PG thirteen movies. Dude, like yeah. every movie. Really? Yeah. I guess I don't remember that. And like we'd watch, I know we were, we were obsessed with like all the Jean Claude Van Damme movies, sure, stuff right. like that. A yeah. lot of them had blood yep. sport, blood sport, time yep. cop. Yep. A lot of those had nudity in them. Just like every movie had nudity in it at some point. Which one was the Jean Claude Van Damme movie where he hit, he was? I think it's Blood Sport, or or the what was the other one? The Kickboxer. Yeah, Kickboxer. Where he was on those chairs, and he like put his feet on the chairs and spread I think the chairs. That was, out. that was Time Cop, wasn't it? And he was like, uh, man, basically fully spread out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, he did the John Claude. I'm pretty yeah. split. Pretty yeah. sure that was time cap. Was it time cap? Yeah. I just I remember seeing what that is like, the so one vividly that it still haunts me in my dreams. I think it's Bloodsport, but they're or they're in like a a, a fight in a, a ring. ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the one guy's on the ground. He gets his leg broke. No. Oh. And the guy's head is on the ground, and the other guy it's stomps not, on it. Stomps on it, and yeah, you just see Bloodsport. Yes. And then blood just goes out. That's definitely blood sport. Because yeah, it's like the bad guy. That like haunts me. Yeah. That he fought at the end because he originally broke his leg. The I had one definitely that, never seen anything like that before in my life. It's yeah, the it's one bad. that uh, blind. He had that. He tucked that like powder in his. Like in his arm. Uh-huh. And then he was able to blind him or something. Uh-huh. Or his, threw it at him. Isn't that called a gi? Don't know. Like what you wear. You know. What? You've got a karate kid. Yeah. Well, the. A gi is like the outfit you wear. Right. Karate that's what I mean. Or so like or in the Yeah, he had a powder that he threw at his John Claude's in, in the eyes and blinded him and then he went back to his training where he was he had a blindfold on and he had to fight his master. Oh, that's with it. right. Yeah. I thought he broke his leg. I'm like, I, uh, I'm, I'm a big of, fan of uh, kung fu and fighting movies. They don't do enough like, uh, anymore. But I did see the other day the re- reboot. You used to be big kung Dude, fu. Dude, you never watch I, It Man? Oh yeah, I have seen that one. Oh man, all the, the, well, the whole love, Ip Man series. I love like good. Chinese, um, like all Crouching those Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, House of Flying Daggers. Oh okay, uh, yeah. Um, Ip Man. There's a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot more other ones. But yeah, I just Thomas. I got like two or three more the other day on Amazon that I haven't opened. The Curse of something or other. Anyway, um, but even those like '80s, like John Claude Van Damme, those type of movies. But anyway, they're rebooting. I saw the other day they're rebooting the Mortal Kombat franchise. Oh, really? Yeah. Gosh, I love Mortal Kombat so much. Wait, like, like the movies? For yes. film? Yeah, for film. Oh, okay. Yes. They, they just cast Sub-Zero. They, and I said who it was. I didn't know who it was, though. Oh, okay. Mm. But my, yeah, my favorite was If only they'd Scorpion. reboot Street Fighter. Street oh, Fighter would man. be awesome, too. What was Go the... back and watch that movie. Dude. It's rough. What was the green but either guy? way, the concepts... But the see, those there. are the movies I used to watch all the time as a That's kid, what I'm saying, and they were so stuff. great to me. It, it. it was the same as like going back and watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again. Like it's so cheesy, you know. 
I was but, such but a fan it, of like Johnny Cage from like the Mortal Kombat yes, movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was so great. It, it, Sonya Blade was a badass. Mm. They all mm-hmm. were. Like all of those movies were so good. And I remember Street Fighter and they had the green guy. What's the green guy's name? Um, Blanca. Blanca. Yeah. He was in that movie, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was in yeah. it. He was like a mutant. Like, yeah. He was like in a cage. So cool. Did you ever watch Kung Fu Hustle? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I, I man. Did, I have not. That is in my top 10. I love that movie. Kung Fu Hustle is in my top 10. Yeah. Guaranteed. No, I've watched, uh, what's the other really ridiculous one? Um, there's a bunch of them. But... <sighs> Kung Fu Hustle, they dubbed Kung, over. Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Oh, yeah. Enter the Fist. Yeah. Yeah, that one I've seen a lot. That, and that I thought one, that was hilarious. Yes. It was like Looney Tunes meta. Yeah, his tongue talks. He's got that like mouth <laughs> on his tongue. Yeah, yeah. There's it's a really ridiculous. good one. I'm going to try and find out what it's called. Um, there's a good one. One of my friends um, from college sent me the other day. Um, by the other day, I mean quite a while ago. But And it was this ridiculous one. It's on Netflix. It was a Netflix original. And it was like made to look like it was in the 80s. And it was like a kung fu one. Oh, really? Nice. Oh, yeah. You know, um, what, do you know what I'm talking about? Is he fighting... Uh, He's fighting Hitler. He's got to go back in time. He's got Maybe. Hacker Man hacks him back in time. Really? Yes. It was big on Reddit. Like I did not see six this. years ago. Oh, so six. it's old. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll look it up. Iron Fury. So, um. Oh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Ah, dang. Oh yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember that. Hacker I did, Man gets yeah. him back in time. I yeah. did see that on Reddit. And it looked ridiculous, but it was a big deal. People liked oh, it a lot. They it threw was like, money at it mm-hmm. like you wouldn't believe. Um, but you said something earlier, Chris, just a few minutes ago. And you said you uh, did something on Amazon. You know, oh, was, yeah. You know, it was a big week this week for Amazon. It was a big week. You know why? Why is that? Prime Day. Ooh. <laughs> Amazon Prime Day Stayed was away this last from week. You did? I had to. Yeah. How can you? Because it's just such a draw. It's like it's like I I didn't even realize it was the day until um, get the notification. I didn't either until you notified me I did. midday. I it was blissfully unaware that it was going on. You know, I'm on Amazon every day and I somehow just missed it. That's unbelievable that you even I, I'm I could have skated, so surprised that you missed it. I out could of have all skated the through people. the entire thing and then you brought it to my attention, which led to me ultimately spending thousands of freaking dollars. <laughs> Not thousands, but I didn't spend that hundreds, hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So the reason I was pulled into it is because so it's a really strange story. So I go in. I guess it's not that strange, but it's just a coincidence. So the night before, Amy and I were like sweeping the floor and like vacuuming, and I told her, I said, "This is bullcrap." I said, "We're getting a Roomba. (laughs) I want to get a Roomba. I want to get one of them vacuums that does the work for me because we have so much hard floor." But and, you didn't reach out to me for a recommendation since I have recently purchased a Roomba. And which one did you get? I got the, um, I'd have to look up what model it was. It was like, it was like 500 bucks. Okay. So the 890 probably. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. That's the exact one I, that I oh, okay. have. I have no issues with that one. I've liked it. <laughs> it's great. Um, the one thing, which is with all of them. Yeah. Is the bin fills up kind of fast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we also have a dog, a big dog. Right. 
So that's part of the reason. And I don't. The newer, the more expensive one, which is like $900. And I don't know how much it was on Prime thousand. Day. But that one docks and has a thing that sucks out the... Yeah, the S, S7 or i7. I kind I7. of wish we would have bought that. But then again, to spend an extra $500 for that seems ridiculous. That's a lot. That's a lot. And that was got an, the main difference. They've got it. like an S9 now too. Better so, battery. but Anyway, so that night, the night before, it would have been Sunday night, we're talking about this thing. And she's like, yeah, we've got, we've got a Best Buy gift card. She's like, we could check it out you know use the rest of that gift card for that it's like oh all right so i look it up there's like 270 bucks left on this gift card um because it was originally 400 dollars because we returned a microwave and i wanted my money back and they gave us a gift card for it well then so i'm researching and looking at roombas and different robot vacuums all night and then monday morning comes around and i was like i'm buying one today i'm getting on best buy i'm buying one today and no joke i just pull up best buy and then rayanne uh, Tim's wife sends me a message and she's like a text and she's like, Hey, didn't know if you were still in the market. I know you were talking about buying one of these earlier, but really good deals on Roombas today. And I look at the message and it's, you know, I click on it. Uh, Amazon prime, they knocked down, uh, she sent me the six ninety, So they have a Roomba six ninety, And then I looked at the eight ninety, and they brought it down from like four hundred and eighty six bucks to two ninety nine. Oh my god! And so I was I like, Whoa. I was like, yeah, Oh no my kidding. gosh! I'm like, What the heck? I was like, But I got this Best Buy gift card. So then I Google Google it, and Amazon has a has a service where they will transfer any gift card that you have to an Amazon gift card for five dollars. Are you kidding what? me? They take five dollars off your card, and then they will get they they email you a code for an Amazon gift card. So I got the Amazon gift card thing emailed to me on Monday and I went in there. Uh, like I said, I had like 270 bucks. So it was like two sixty five, and I ended up paying $30 for a brand new eight ninety Roomba. Boom. On yeah. prime day. Yep. I was so excited. That's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be life changing. And we got it today. Mine is the uh, nine sixty. Oh, you one up me again, Chris. You're always one up in me. Unbelievable. I think I went with that one because it was ideal for pet hair. Oh yeah. So uh, and I, yeah. I originally was gonna go with the 690, and then I saw the 890, and that was the first model that they have the rubber rollers underneath instead of the actual brush, like brushes. Yeah, the brush rollers, oh, the yeah. bristle brushes. Mine has the rubber too. And they say the rubbers are way better because they're tangle free. It's amazing right. how much yeah. they pick up. I was running it tonight, and when I first pulled the bin off... It's sickening, isn't it? It's unbelievable <laughs> what is on that thing. The, you yeah. know, another great thing about What's this is like thing? ours go, will go under our bed. Oh, does it? Which there's, it it'll there's fit a, under my bed, there's too. There's a but... full dog worth of hair down there. Yeah, <laughs> like literally. And it never gets clean. Yeah. And it, it won't get under everything. Like it won't get under our dressers and stuff. I'm yeah. thinking about actually blocking our dressers up a little just so to get it under it. Oh yeah, but it goes under the bed, which is great. The problem I've had is um, there's a couple places in my house, like underneath the kitchen counters, uh-huh. where it'll get stuck. Oh really? Yeah. And it, it, like if it's li- the right, that's how it moms, gets stuck. And there's a yeah. there's like huge scratches all over the top yeah. of mine from getting stuck under stuff. And then once it gets stuck and then it like wedged itself like it, up at yeah, a 90 try, degree it angle. It tries to back out. I'm like, telling you, these things got the some battery. power, man. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't feel like there's really anywhere it could get stuck stuck, but it could be caught up a little bit in Your certain cabinets places. are high enough off the ground, I think. Yeah, there's a it big enough clear. lip under there. It's like yeah. four inches. Romeo will be fine. Um, but yeah, we named him Romeo. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, I, I already know it's going to be one of the best purchases ever. So also on that day, though, that I haven't fully set up yet because I was having a little bit of an issue. I got the Fire Sticks, uh, oh, you know, yeah. Amazon Fire Sticks, but because they had those as ten ninety nine earlier in the day, and then later in the day they changed it and put it at fourteen ninety nine. But I got them at ten ninety nine. So wow, that's cheap. Yeah, two Fire Sticks, ten ninety nine, unbelievable. And then they had that uh, Fire TV recast, yeah. Fire recast TV. So it's just a DVR, basically. It's a digital video recorder. It will record your uh, TV, but it'll do it off of your antenna. So I got rid of satellite a while ago, and I've got just a regular you know, HD antenna. So I get 2579 and all the in-between channels, um, and this will record shows for you. And the only thing I've missed is the fact that I can't record things. Right. From from getting rid of yeah, the satellite, we, we you know, were like talking about American Idol a bunch, and you're like, I can yeah. never oh, see it. Yeah. You know? yeah, because you know those shows come on at like six, seven, even eight o'clock. All the boys are still awake. We're still doing the whole nighttime routine. Well, especially like an American it's, Idol, which is from like seven till ten. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And you're like, well, I'm not going to sit here and watch it. And like ninety percent of its commercials. Yeah, and it's impossible yeah. to do yeah. right now in this stage of life with the way the children are. Um, even if I. Even if we had everything done or, or I just ignored them and tried to sit down, they're so loud. Um, and it's you just can't pay attention to any of it. So the only time you can really watch anything is if after they're asleep or if they're not home. And if I had a DVR, I could do that. Now, turns out I've got a 2 terabyte uh, DVR that will record 300 hours of HD awesome. um, video. Yes. So that was another purchase that I got. Right. And I'm super excited about, but I got it today, hooked it up. I, I'm using the app and it was um, like trying to do something with the app and it was not doing it yeah. correctly. You'll so get it figured out. I'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. I'm it's not. brand new. So there might be some bugs. It right. Might, it might need some updates and stuff. It, yeah. I, I'm not sure what it was. It was looking for a channel list, um, which should be readily available seeing as how I've plugged the coax cable into it. And that's basically the only thing you need to do. They, they say you need to buy an antenna for it because, you know, majority of people don't have old school antennas next but to they, their house. It'll work fine. Yeah. But I do. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I ended up getting, even though I have the Roomba, we have like a regular vacuum, but ours is super old. Like we have an old Dyson, but not like one of the good ones, like one of the cheap ones. Yeah. And um, it never works ever. So I ended up buying a new Dyson, one of them ball ones. They were like half oh, off. Yeah. I had a Dyson ball for a while and it worked really well, but long time. Um, I remember I went, that one. Yeah, um, we got it uh, on my the old uh, house too. Um, for my wedding, yeah. I think we got the, like the original Dyson ball. It worked, yep. and it was for like animal hair and stuff. That's the one I got. Amy was so excited. It was so great. It worked really, really well for a long time, um, and then it just kind of got old. And we were having it repaired uh, by a certified Dyson repair shop. And it kind of worked, but it just really went downhill after a couple times getting it repaired. Yeah, they just don't work forever. And it doesn't. That's yeah. how my old one is. I mean, this don't last forever. We've, got We've a had shark. it for like eight years. We've got a shark now, and it's got some like incredible suction, but the bristles run so fast, it'll throw things around on the hardwood. You can turn them off, but I don't know. I, I'm still not 100% satisfied on how they do on hardwood. Hmm. So I bought that because it was like, 250 bucks and they're normally like 600 yeah 
And then Good uh, idea. I bought this mm. Wi-Fi thing that is Amazon owns now. They're called Aero. There's one like Google okay. has their version called like Google Wi-Fi. Yeah. But it, uh, Amazon has their own. They bought this company because and it's like a it's like a wi-fi mesh network yes i was looking at those in the in the other house before we moved yeah. into the new one because i couldn't get internet through the house so this it comes with the base and then you just plug them in various spots around your house and, and it, it basically makes yeah. the whole house covered it's basically like, like half an of my amplifier. house i can't get wi-fi in because it's like an amplifier for the right. signal throughout your house kind basically. of but it they're like a different technology that's better than the old like um repeaters okay so yeah. like i used to have in one of my old houses like on a repeater so you yeah. plug it into the wall and then i've even had ones called that are called power line uh-huh. so you'll plug it into your router and you plug it into the wall with a cord and then it'll actually run wi-fi through your through electrical your... wires oh okay oh yeah those yep. never seem to work very well no so they we'll, don't. we'll try this one huh. and then i got um saga saga was on sale the trades oh really yeah, it really kind of made me mad. These though. are the, the things that you need to text me about. <laughs> well, it kind of made me mad because I needed right. I need seven, eight, and nine, right? Um, but they were all on Prime Day at different times. Oh, oh so yeah. I that's, got, what, that's how they get you. So yeah. I got seven, and then I kept going back to find eight, to find eight, and I couldn't get it. And then probably like, already was. Up. And then like an hour later, I see on Facebook is like Saga Eight's up on Prime Day, and I went, and by that time it was sold out. Oh that man. Time. That that's aggravating, and that is how they get you. I bought like they force you time. to pay attention to all of it. I bought two other things: these new nifty headphones. Yeah, I like those headphones, which are just the same as yours, but a little bit better, but a slightly better because I can't be outdone. Exactly. <laughs> and at my last minute, last like at the end of Prime Day, yeah, like just throwing it up into the hoop was a um, really fancy toothbrush. Oh, Sonicare. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sonicare toothbrush, huh? Yeah, huh. they were like way cheaper. So I'm like, yeah, I get it. I wonder how, did you get it yet? No. Oh, I was going to say, how does it feel? I does it feel like sonic waves I don't know. chiseling at your teeth? I was really mad because like, so both of our kids' iPads are garbage. Yeah, my kids like, are getting The one of them too. is in a case, but the entire front screen, which I replaced, but never glued back on. Oh, so it's like not even really on, but it's in a case, so it's fine. Yeah. But the right. home button doesn't work and the power button doesn't work. Nothing works. And the oh. cash is like randomly glitches out and does crazy things. And they were on sale. iPads, just a standard Wi-Fi. Yep. 128 gig Wi-Fi uh, ones were on sale for $299 or 32 gig ones for 250 Did you get them? No, because oh. that's a lot of money. It is. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, I told Marley, I'm like, we should get two of these now. And she's like, well, if we do, we have to keep them till Christmas. Because we're not just going to give oh, the kids. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, just not going to give them iPads <laughs> in the You can't do that year. with kids. No, you can't. And I'm like, well, we're not going to spend we're not going to spend $600 and just sit on them till Christmas. Right. Jeez. Yeah, so I didn't yeah. do it. So speaking of like we were talking about the Dyson um and we got it for our we got it at my wedding, like for right. a wedding show. Yeah. I think my mother-in-law mm-hmm. bought it for our wedding. Uh Sound about right. Big yeah. big moment in my in my marriage. Yeah. Tomorrow, ten, 10 year anniversary. Ooh, what's they, that one like? Wood? I don't. I don't know. I, I think th- it is like paper. Well, I it's said like wood or paper. I thought I said pearl. Or is it? I'm gonna say it's tin. Tin? No, it's got to be some like silver. Uh, no. No, it's no, no, not no, no, silver. Silver's, Silver's like twenty five. Yeah, tin or aluminum. 
I thought so. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I had looked it up. If you need aluminum, I got a bunch of like. So give her, give her a 12 pack of Bush Light. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to like have them empty cans and then just sew them all together in like a wreath. Yeah. You know? Maybe <laughs> hang it from your car. Yeah. You're kind of going on an anniversary trip then this weekend. A little bit. that, And that's what we were originally trying to figure out is us just going away on our own. Uh, just my wife and I, but we're, I'm terrible at planning things. And so is my wife. And, uh, so we decided against that, but we are going to go with all of the children and, uh, head on down to St. Louis. They got a bunch of stuff in St. Louis. So there's, and we're staying, uh, four days. Well, like third, we're leaving three. Thursday morning and then going to be there in the afternoon. And cause I got to mow before we go. I have to, otherwise I'm going to have to have Gary get the hay bine out and, uh, cut her all down Good with the headline, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna do that in the morning, but then we'll leave. We'll probably get there mid afternoon and uh, hit up the town. That'd be sweet. I got it. Will be fun. I'm excited about it. Two weeks from now, I'm going. We're going out of town for my anniversary, and I don't. Even, I think it's a milestone. I think it's our five year anniversary, but I'm not sure. I mean, what do you mean you're not sure? Yeah. Um, Were you married in 2014? I don't know. Remember what year we got married? Oh my gosh! This is recorded. <laughs> this is right? like going in history this, right now. No, I think it. Was, is, I think it's a five year. You it's, haven't even reached five years yet, and you don't know when you got married. It's a five year. It's a five year. I also don't have a wedding ring, so you don't. No. What do you mean you don't? I just don't have one. It's a farmer thing, Gerald. No, no, you could <laughs> no. Uh, like almost every farmer has one. They're just always like sitting on the dresser or somewhere else. I had else. one that I lost on our honeymoon, and I just never bothered to replace oh, it. Oh, you lost it on the honeymoon. Yeah, Man. I lost. I lost mine on this. Is okay. So here's a real quick thing. Anybody, any man that's listening to this right now, or boy, whatever, in the future, if you get married or if you are married. Don't do what I'm about to tell you I did. So <laughs> went on a canoe trip. Amy was working afternoons at the time um, at the hospital, so she couldn't go and she couldn't get off. I went on a canoe trip with like Leslie, uh, Raj. Uh, I think Tim was there, the seat and top. A lot of people, all right? Went on the canoe trip over from Dayton to like, it was on the Fox Lake, you know. I don't remember where we ended up, but we did the 12-mile one huge mistake uh should have done the shorter one because we only got about six miles when we were all like done we're like we need to get off this water and then we tried to figure out where we were at and we're like crap we've got six miles left to go so me and seed and top are like paddling like crazy to get back as quickly as we could anyway throughout that day i had originally taken my wedding ring off in raj's truck and I left it in a little baggie and it was in a backpack with me and Leslie's rifling through my stuff. Not really uncommon of her to do. And she picks up this bag and she sees my wedding ring in it. And she like was acting like she was throwing it out of the window and I got uncomfortable. So I took it from her and then I just put the ring back on. Well, then I never put it back in the bag and we get it, get there, get our canoes. Like I'm rearing to go and get everything set up. We're out. And, you know, after about an hour or yeah, about an hour, everybody's getting pretty shitty and canoes are tipping constantly. 
constantly canoes are tipping. Well, during the process of canoes tipping over, I lost my wedding ring. It fell off somewhere uh, along with a flip-flop that disappeared too. So I have a flip-flop and a wedding ring lost in the Fox River. And then I was young enough and dumb at the time that uh, when I got home, I didn't... Because Amy like prefaced this trip with, don't lose your wedding ring. Leave it home. <laughs> oh, She's no. like, leave your wedding ring home. She told me this before I went. So then when I get home... I'm an idiot and I didn't have it on. And she's like, Oh, is your wedding ring in the bedroom? And I was like, Yep. Yeah, it's on the, it's on my dresser. <laughs> and then like three days later, she's like, Why are you still not wearing your wedding ring? Cause I always wore it. I had it on all the yeah. time. I still do. I wear it all the time. Yeah, you do. And uh-huh. um, I was like, Ah, it's, you know, it's just sitting on the dresser. <laughs> and so she's like, Well, go get it. So I go in there. I was like, I don't know where did it go. It's not on my dresser, and I just played it off as if it disappeared in the house. Amy, have you seen this? Did yeah. you take it? Did you hide it? Where from did me? you put it? Is it in the sock drawer? I so know it. I played it off as if, and then she she called me on it, and she's like, "You lost it on the canoe trip." No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. And I lied about it for a while, and then it was like I was on like a month at least a month afterwards and we went to taco night in kinsman at the kinsman bar still a big thing at the time good time and we were sitting there leslie's across the table and i brought my hand i'm eating and i bring my left hand up eating a taco and leslie reaches across and grabs my hand and she's like oh i forgot about your wedding ring and Amy's sitting next to me, and she like whacks Boom. me right away, just backhands me, just across the table. She's like, I knew you lost it on that trip. And I was like, yeah, yeah. sorry about that. So anyway, long way of saying, don't lie to your wife yeah. about losing your wedding ring when she calls you on it originally, <laughs> and you're an idiot for saying that stuff. Whatever. I mean, my, my wedding ring was not long for this world because like, I cannot wear rings or watches. It just yeah. it feels weird. It. Yeah. So I would always be taking it off and screwing with it. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened to it, but somewhere it got lost. So you're basically not legally wed. Well, I don't know. No, you have to have the ring. Last year yeah. Marley got me one of those like rubber ones yeah. for our uh, anniversary. Oh yeah. Yeah. I lost that one right away too. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I love watches. My watch recently died on me. Um like my watch I wear every day. Recently died on me the old Timex Expedition that I've owned oh, forever. Oh man, the old Timex. Yeah, and Jeez. um, it died on me. So I haven't been wearing one, and I don't have this ridiculous tan line on my wrist like I normally do. But I'm like fiending for another watch, and I want one real bad. That's a Bertucci. It's a Bertucci T two field watch. Looks amazing. Got a nice olive drab strap. You know, you can like change the, the straps out, but it's like it's like a hundred and nineteen bucks. Oh, I have an Apple Watch and I freaking love it, but I never wear it. See, I would destroy an Apple Watch. Right? No, they're really um, tough. Yeah, I don't want yeah. one of those though. I want like an actual watch with a Swiss. No, no, it's pretty nice. I can start my truck from it. I don't care about that. <laughs> Do you, how often do you need to start your truck from your watch? Uh, I've done it a couple times. Oh, yeah. just wait. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, winter lasted until um, April. Well, that's year, true. <laughs> that's true. It did. And then we went into swamp season. Yeah. 
That's Chris's fault. Then so straight into heavy summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just full it's heat. So that's oh, yeah. Prime Day. Did you buy anything on Prime Day? Oh, I I abstained oh, very hard. Did you did you follow the uh, Prime Day strike? That was the big thing. No. There was a strike oh, for Prime deal. Day? Why? Yeah, big deal. And anytime anybody oh, yeah. put anything about Prime Day on on Facebook, everybody on there would give them shit and it'd be like, you're supposed to be striking. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, they want to They want to unionize really hard. Oh, let's talk about stupid people. Can we talk about stupid yeah, people for real sure. quick? I love like stupid. really stupid people? Yeah. Stupid or just people that are stupid? Don't know better. <laughs> You, I think you know what I'm going to bring up then. <laughs> Maybe. The whole storming Area 51 Oh, thing. my God. What I can't that? wait. What is that about? I, I don't. Oh, I see, dude. No, I don't know. Like, I see, I've see, i seen stuff about it, and I have no idea what so it's there about. There are so many memes. It's Well, okay. It's, the basis of it. Perfect. The basis of it is that there's a bunch of, like, alien hunters and um, other people that want to know what's in there. Conspiracy what, theorists. Yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorists and whatnot. And somebody had posted a joke about... On, I think it was on Facebook, actually, which is rare because most things don't start on Facebook no, anymore. Ever. But a guy posted on Facebook, like, as a joke, like, let's let's just storm, storm. Area 51 yeah. and we'll find out. And then it just blew up from there. Like, literally blew up from there. And people were still taking it as a joke. But they've literally got over a million people saying, I'm going to be there on this day. It's a day in September. I'm with you. And yeah, September twentieth, it's gonna like protest walk in there. And no, it, they're no, gonna protest Naruto, storm it. and yeah. they're gonna Naruto run. Yeah, so like the the anime uh, show. What's well, Kai, the monstered up Kyles go straight up the middle. Naruto's go around because they're faster, and, and they run with their arms straight back and their chest out. Yep. Oh, okay. You know, and like Barry Goldberg. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. just like Barry Goldberg actually but much faster and they say they're gonna Naruto run because you can outrun bullets that way okay and so uh, they're all gonna get shot so but they're people I hope people are are getting reservations and planning like all the campgrounds in the area are starting to fill up and uh places in around the area are starting to fill up for people calling in saying I'm gonna be here in this day and so then now the U.S. is taking it seriously. Yeah, the Air Force. And the Air Force is like, you understand, like... This is a protected government site. We're going to kill you if you come on the base. But like they if won't. you storm the base. Nah, if they, they won't. If they breach... There's no way. No. What are they going to do? What it, can dude, you do? It would be that one place, thing... That place has been guarded by ex-SF dudes for... I know, but Years. give me give me the situation. So, or I'll give you the situation, and you tell me how they could handle it. If you have, let's say, so right now they've 100, got a million, 000, say a yeah, hundred thousand, hundred thousand people climb the push over the fences. They're probably electrified. and start coming they in. They don't even have fences. You just run on it. Okay, so what what do they do then? Non lethal force. How do you do that? Just lock them up the buildings. They're not going to get in. A hundred thousand people, or you just bounce. You just say. Bleh, bleh. Nothing here. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't this. just you can't just Dude, abandon gr- the site. You know that there's crazy shit no, out there. G- Groom Lake has not that, been used. You think there is alien stuff there? I don't know if there's alien stuff. No, I don't think there's alien I don't. stuff. I think from there's Joe, definitely like from the Joe Rogan podcast. I think there's like human testings. Well, he was the one that was that, the one I was listening yeah, to. Yeah, um, see, that's the one that I listened to was where the gal said, you know, she did her investigative yeah. journalism and said that it was actually. 
Russian yes. humans yeah. yep. that were altered. Surgically altered. Yeah, and they, they pretty much just like, you know, threw I mean, wool over I our eyes under, on I can but understand a lot of, of was like... they were making um, advanced what? weaponry. That and a lot of underground shit going That's on. That's what the... To where you could cover that up easy with aliens. I have a feeling like their security measures have to be more than just like locks on bunker doors. I'm yeah. sure that's like no. underground stuff and yeah. from the st- I mean way back growing up what I had always known was okay Area 51 it's a place everybody knew it but you still didn't have like Google Earth where you could actually look at it yeah it wasn't available to the public but now it is but even then you knew that like the F117 that yeah. that grew up there it's a Lockheed test site yeah. So you had F-117s, SR-71s, uh, all sorts of experimental aircraft would take off from Groom Lake and do their test runs, whatever they want to do, hypersonic, supersonic, run back, yeah. boom. That, that's all they did there. I 100% now, believe that they will... I bet they're not doing anything there anymore, though. Right. It, that's the thing is that I saw a popular mechanics or popular science article that said, yes, this is Area 51. It's a dead site, essentially. Like, they don't do anything there. Sure, they have. I don't believe it. I think they do. I mean, wouldn't you want people to think don't that you, you don't do anything? The, this day and age, just the way the technology is. And there's no real secrets to anything. If there was anything real no, juicy... there is absolutely real secrets about things. Oh, You yeah. think you know everything about what's going on in the Dude, world? Dude, they, just, they no. just briefed Congress on UFOs and how they're going to take them more seriously. I mean... There's no the way the truth that you is know out there. Not everything. to quote Fox Mulder. But I'm, not, I'm not saying that there's aliens like dropping down from other places. There's this I really don't popular... That, um, but I guarantee you there's some... There is some... Sneaky shit, like some underground weird shit that they're doing at I some places. I guarantee you this all started based off of a Joe Rogan podcast where he interviewed this one guy. Yeah. Then there's a Netflix Probably. documentary yeah. that was uh, super Bill, popular. Bob Lazar. Yeah, Bob Bill, Lazar. Yeah, Bob Lazar. Yep. Got like super popular. It did. And then even Marley was like, I have to watch this. And then we started to watch it. And I'm like, this is the most boring the thing. The documentary is not good. The awful. Joe Rogan podcast is a thousand times better than what That's the. That's what Marley uh, said. I think. Because I, I watched it too. So don't you think that it. probably born all of absolutely this. i think it did stem from a lot of that stuff because it's been much more apparent and books are coming out more about it from these people but i still even so it is a military base and a military base it will not be overrun by anybody regardless of who it is i'm telling you so if, i think if they're planning like a group pro or a group whatever you want to call it rampage a protest is one thing but if they start storming things i honestly believe they're going to start they're going to start dropping gas on them they'll use those light things you know those oh, light yeah, yeah, yeah. things and then the those strobes, sound yeah. like those sound emitters yeah. that like paralyze you 100% maybe All they're not going to open fire with bullets into not a crowd on, of Americans yeah, they're they not going to do it on Americans no. they might dude no 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 oh, way. they might what about what's that secret this weapon they Trump's always talk America. about where they shoot the, the <laughs> even then I don't think he would what's the secret weapon it. they're always talking about the conspiracy Real gun? theorists where they shoot no they shoot the weapon and it makes people like shit themselves the B note <laughs> you know what I'm talking about I know there's one that makes you like heat up you get really hot and you can't physically it's a, it's go a directed anymore. microwave yeah yeah but there's one that's supposedly like it's a sound thing 
Yeah. And it hits right. you and it like makes you shit I didn't yourself. know. I didn't know that. I don't know what it is. Well, I always know the sound one. And then you also got the microwave one where it, it you're literally cooking. Yeah. People yeah. think they can handle oh, water no. cannons and tear gas and rubber bullets. You can't. Until you, you get can't. into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, until you realize how absolutely miserable it is. <laughs> and like, then you're like, rubber bullets and beanbags will absolutely break ribs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's really well, bad. There, I saw an article. It'll um, break skin. You know, oh, yeah. It'll break through your skin. It'll bust your eyes out. That's one of the things. It'll give you a France bruise. Is still, okay. France is still <laughs> protesting over a three cent tax hike, even though we had. They never met Pritzker. Yeah, 28 cents. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was uh, a 19. 19. 19 for gas. It was 19, oh, 19 for on gas? top of the original 19, so right, now it's right. 38. Yes, but they doubled it. They actually doubled. only raised it 19. But it was a 19 cent tax. Oh, they must have capitulated the last time I had heard. Well, every news article said 38 cent tax, but what right. they didn't, it, it, people didn't read the actual article when they say it was a 19 cent increase. Right, in the current yeah. Tax. Yes. But, yeah, for three cents over in France, they're still protesting, and people are, I think it said... 24 people lost their eyes from rubber oh bullets gosh. in France, and they're still marching on it. What's crazy to me about the 19-cent gas hike is that it's all post-tax. So you're actually right. being taxed after the federal taxes are applied. Yeah, correct. That's like totally That's, wrong. Absolutely, it's totally wrong. All of it's totally wrong. And then um, there was another new tax that he was putting out. Yeah, on, uh, on your Cigarettes. stickers. No, there's something else I saw today. Tobacco, I know that too. Yeah. Oh, alcohol and tobacco are going on. Uh, Streaming alcohol. services. Yeah, that, that's the streaming. One. Yes, that hasn't been. I don't think that's been approved yet. But Woo. jeez, throwing things at me. So anyway, that that was Amazon. <laughs> oh yeah, let me. What is that? Zin. That's the yeah coffee flavored. Oh, weird. Um, let's see. Where do we begin now? We need to move on. Yeah, we're at one hour, so let's talk about some... a lot of what I've been watching. Well, and I got some news, so let's get, let's, let's hit get in some, some news, news real quick. What's in the news? This is big, dude, for big, me. Big news. It, like, hits me right in, in the old Right in the old thumper. Yep. Yeah, big time. Everybody, if you've followed this podcast, you've heard <sighs> me say the name Brian, Brian K. Vaughn, yep. right? Oh, yeah. I love the man. I think he's an absolute writing genius. He's a treasure. Everything he's put out is amazing. And already he's getting, um, they did a full series order at Amazon for Paper Girls. Oh, I heard that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that, exciting. that comic book is so good. It's still going. And there's people that, you know, I mean, like I, I haven't read all of it yet because I don't like to read it issue by issue and wait for it to get like at least 10 issues out and then I'll start reading it again. Right. But man, it's a really good run. I, the, I think I've read the first like 10 or 12 issues and it's just so good. Yeah. And he's got a series coming with that. I'm excited. And he's now on I, board I with have it. not started reading it yet. Oh, you haven't? No, I've had the book for like a year. And uh, I haven't started reading it yet. It's in my backpack, as we found out in an earlier podcast. But it's, um, it's so good. But now I don't know if I want to read it before the. You know what I love show. about it more than anything is the art. And it this is this is like the original Stranger Things. So this book came out before Stranger Things did, and it is set up just like Stranger Things. It looks like it. It's like oh, an eighty okay. style. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
teen. It reminds me of Now and Then. You know the movie Now and Then? Yeah. Right. The girls yep. that ride the bikes around and stuff. It's exactly them, but they are literally paper girls, and they have routes, and then they come back and talk to each other about their routes and stuff. But then weird shit starts happening around the town, and those girls just happen to stumble upon it. It's it's super awesome because they talk about all the different girls and like what their lives are are like and how they relate to each other and I don't know, it's just super good. But the what I've noticed with Brian K. Vaughn over time is that he one hundred percent wants to write about women. Yeah. His main antagonist okay. is about women. And I'm gonna like breach the gap here from news to what you're reading real quick because I started reading a new swamp thing. Um, and it's Brian K. Vaughn's Swamp Thing that he wrote in 2000 and 2001. Okay. Uh-huh. It's just called Swamp Thing. But it's about uh, Tefe, Tefe Holland. So it's Swamp Thing's daughter that he had with Abby Cable. Right. So Abby Cable turned into his wife as Abby Holland. They got technically married and they had a baby. And then they hired a guy to act like a pseudo stepfather, which was John Constantine. Okay. And that's pretty sweet. Yeah, really. Okay. So I just started the book. Um, I've got the whole run. It's just two volumes. So it was uh, 20 issues total. And um, it it starts off just telling you like Tefe's backstory. And it's, it's really messed up. Like it is, she's, she's really messed up. And what's end up going to, going to happen throughout the book is where, so Swamp Thing kind of gave up his rule, you know? So he was like a sentinel of the green. So right. he was on earth to, you know, protect earth the green yeah. about everything. And he was like a, he was kind of like an, a go between, between humans and the green. Right. And he did everything there. Um, he kind of gave that up. He stepped away from it. I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm going to retire basically. And then Tefe was out there running amok, doing some crazy things. And he's going to have to come in and stop her from doing what she's doing. Um, and it's all stems like it all stems from the green though. And then there's like a parliament of trees that they talk about too, that is making her do things. I don't know. I just started it. It's really, really good so far. I love the art. The art style is I mean, I shouldn't say it's like phenomenal art, but it's typical of 2000, 2001. It's like that transition from 90s art to to like the more modern. Yeah, more modern style art, oh, okay. but it's it's an in between there and I like it a lot. I think it's really good. It reminds me a lot of the um early X-Men stuff. Okay. The way they drew like Storm and st- like all the women look like Storm to me for okay. some reason. <laughs> okay. Not black, but because they're white women but they're the way their hair is the, the hair, way yeah where it falls the way they're drawn it just reminds me of storm a lot super good cool i'll um, check that out next little bit of news let's see uh so thor 4 yeah that has, was part of my news too has been confirmed it is confirmed and you know the director yeah Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi reprising his uh, writing I'm and directing. Super excited about that. And an uh, interesting thing about that is it's going to come pre Guardians three. Yes. Okay. Also, all right. Um, who's uh, James Gunn? Or is it James Gunn that's doing Guardians? Yeah. Right? Yes. He's been. Was it him or who was it? Uh, I think it was James Gunn. It was on Twitter a bunch, and it kept saying like, "Quit call." Quit calling it as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Because it's not going to be that. Well, obviously not now. So yeah, that's what we'll see. Guardians saying. might make an appearance in Thor 4. 
And I Probably. Bet they, I, I hope bet they do. I hope so. But Thor's supposedly not going to be in Guardians 3. Right. Well, we'll uh, see. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say. From what I don't know I've how, seen, I don't know how Guardians it can't 3 be. hasn't been written. So. Right, yeah. I, know, I, I, I can't see it. I mean, I don't know how he can't be pro- seeing as always riding on the ship with him at the right, moment. Right, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I would say yes, but eh. We'll see. That's exciting, though. I'm glad that um, Chris Hemsworth's sticking around. And then I've got a right. little bit of a hot topic. Like okay. a, a hot button Ooh. subject like right now. Like the store. On the internets. Like our favorite store. Hot topic, yeah. It is my favorite store by so, far. Hey, I, hot topic. back in my day... Youngins, it was. <laughs> I, I loved Hot Topic for one reason. Dude. I was usually too like afraid to go in there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never. Yeah, you? What? No, I'm just kidding. I loved Hot Topic because that was the only place that had like comic book shirts, shirts. and they had like a uh, punk rock band shirts, and I was yes. really into punk yeah. music. Mine was all about like yep. Metallica shirts and stuff. They had oh, a lot they of those. they so do not Spencer's. have a shorter. But then it became goth. Like early on, it Too wasn't, much. and then it kind of swung goth, and then it kind of swung back. I don't Too, even know if it's still a store. Anymore, no, it's just a Pokemon store. Is it really? They still have I it in the maybe, old Louis Juliet Mall. Yeah, they have a lot of old things there. Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> they do. Um, so the hot topic, not the store stuff that I'm going to talk about, is about James Bond. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. The 007. They picked a female. Uh, what's her name? It's the girl from Captain Marvel. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. She is going to be the new 007. To me, I literally have no issue with this. Yeah. What's your take? Uh, My take is, do you know the full story? Uh, Maybe not. Exactly. I want to know how it goes, because apparently James Craig is, he's still in it. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah. He is still in it. Daniel Craig is still in it, and he's 007. Well, here's the thing. So how is it? No, th- here's the go. thing. 007 is just like that's the, the agent desi- number. designation. That's the, that's the yes. designation. Like 006 is a thing. But there's only one. Life. Right. And who says it has to be a man to take over a 007 it thing? It doesn't. But I, I read up on this a little bit. Okay, good. And nobody knows the answer specifically um, because we haven't seen the movie, obviously. But the idea that I've heard okay. is that... Daniel Craig, James Bond. He, she's not replacing James Bond. James Bond is no, him. No, James Bond is a name. Yes, is his name. Yeah. All right. He is retired. So it's it's canon in the books that when a 007 retires or dies, mm-hmm. then a, there's a new 007 designation. Right? Exactly. There's nothing okay. that says it has to because be a Because that's or your woman. license. License to kill exactly. is a 00 license. Yes. Yes. So what I'm going to guess is going to happen here is... Since he is still in the movie and he's still the main character. Is it his kid? No. I think he's that dead. she he retires. Mm-hmm. Or retires, yeah. She becomes the 007 agent. Yeah. And then probably through some series of events, he comes back. It's not been said that she's the main character. Okay. She could be in the movie for 10 minutes. We don't know. Well, I guarantee it's longer than that. Yeah. So it really More hasn't changed. It's not anything to be controversial about. It's not. Because... James Bond is still James Bond. Um, he would have given up, if that's the case, and he retired, he would have given up the 007 designation. Sure. And uh-huh. then he could easily come back, and then they'll probably have some drama of them working that out. Yeah. My guess is he might become sort of a rogue agent. 
here's and then because isn't Christopher Waltz coming back in this one too? Or Christoph, Christoph Waltz? Waltz? Christoph Waltz. He was a God bad guy, dang. wasn't he? he uh, he was yes. in uh, Casino Royale, right? He was. Mm. Yes. Yes. It was Chris. Casino? Or I thought that was a... You don't even know names. Stop it. I really don't. <laughs> I never saw the last one, though. Uh, Spectre? Spectre? I saw I've it. heard it was pretty bad. Uh, I don't no, remember. It was, it was okay. I like all of them. So I don't I don't think it's a big deal. I think what it's going to be is... Um, I think what's happening here is that if that would have happened organically in the movie and not been hyped ahead of time... Nobody would have said anything. Yes. But the studio is like, hey, how can we generate a ton of buzz for a movie that, let's face it, will always do well. But in yes. the age of streaming, this is be the first James Bond movie that basically to come out really in the strong age of streaming. Um, in that age, they need some shock value. So they're prefacing by a year by making this big to do. Well, I to think generate the, buzz. Yeah, yeah. It, it generates buzz on the internet, and the internet goes wild with it. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. What, and it's super it's, negative all the time. Yeah. Like, why does it have to be so negative about well, something that you don't even is, know about? It's not all negative. There's a lot of people oh, there taking the opposite stance. Mermaid, the the oh, new yeah, mermaid the, movie, the, the live mermaid. action. Yeah, and that's it's, been. It's, it's the same a, thing. It's going to have a person of color as a the mermaid and. Everybody's Everybody gets freaked now. out about it, and it's like, why? To why, me, that, why does it have to be? It doesn't have to be. It could be a new storyline. To me, that is completely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, they because could. what if they were all green? It's a, yeah, nobody it's a would mermaid. care. Why not? It's yeah. a mermaid. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the whole point of a mermaid was uh, whenever they came over to the Americas and they ran across manatees. Maybe. No, there's real mermaids. There was a, a Discovery Channel thing about real mermaids. Yeah. Okay, it could be. Yeah. We do don't you, know. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, you don't remember that. Oh no. gosh, Discovery I remember. It Discovery came Channel over so much. Put out a documentary, or was it a documentary? Or um, it was like a they they acted like it was a true thing that they discovered mermaids, right? And had it was all about mermaids and how they were a real thing. And it was it blew up really big. It was uh, when was it? Like six or seven years ago. Maybe yeah. Now. Yeah. It was a while ago. But it was a big deal. And then obviously they put it out as a real documentary about them finding mermaids and everything. And then, you know, obviously later they're like, oh no, this was a big hoax. Like, right. It's not uh, a thing. Ta-da, hoax. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what would okay? What's what's obviously not a bothersome or an issue is that like they would recast that which. And they'd put, you know, a, a, a black girl as a Little Mermaid. Fine. Mm -hmm. What is kind of can be a little bit whatever is that if the if that studio sat there and said like, okay, we need to find a black girl to play the Little Mermaid because we need to be politically whatever. I just I feel like that's probably what happened. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you think that that, that could absolutely be the thing? I just, well, the way that Disney's been going. I would say yes, but it works. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. But the very fact that yeah. you have to go out of your way to do that to make some sort of a statement is like, also ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just yeah. should be whoever's the be best actor gets the role. Well, and that yeah. that was an argument that I saw is that they said, "Has anybody ever thought of like you know, so many people auditioned for this and maybe this person right. auditioned the best out of anyone else and that's who the studio picked. Is there race in the mermaids? 
in the first place? They're mermaids. They're not they're, human beings. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, um, well, I mean, you could just go back to Aquaman. I mean, how many races are represented in Aquaman? I, I didn't watch it. So. I tried to watch it. It's a rough sit. <laughs> I but like for, it. For me, I mean, you got Jason Momoa. I don't who think is, it's that rough. This is where we're going to argue. I don't think it's rough to watch. I think it's a good movie. It's just, you know, it, it's Aquaman. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So he could be whoever he wants to be, whether originally he's blonde haired and orange and green all over. So with the 007 thing, like I I specifically think that is probably one character that whether it's a man or a woman is kind of irrelevant because he's a spy. Right. Now they've done with Daniel Craig. They've made him more of a bruiser. Yes. Than past James Bonds. (laughs) But they're all different. Well, I guess James Bond is the same character. They're but they're all different Some incarnations of, them are, yeah, of exactly. James Bond, right? And nobody's ever books, had a problem with James that. Bond's yeah. still in it. Yeah. James Bond's still James Bond. If they recast and they said, Oh, we're done with Daniel Craig and we're gonna make this lady James Bond 007. That wouldn't make it was yes. Jamie Bond. And that that's yeah. the big problem yeah. is that everybody's saying the new James Bond. No, it's not a new James Bond. It's the new 007. Right. Yes. Exactly. And I think, from what I've read, that there it's just a part of the story that he's retired and he's going to come back. But we'll see. Yeah, I I don't. It doesn't bother it doesn't, me. I won't see it either way. Even then, years you ago, I, you, so you're not a big fan of, of the James Bond movies. Obviously, I, I'm. It's not that I'm not. I guess not. No, I, I like the movies. Oh I don't, yeah. I I don't think I've ever seen any of them in theater. No. Oh, no. I've no, never seen it in no, theater. No. Nope. That's how I designate. I mean, I'll see it probably. Play the games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, did I ever play the games? Oh, so man. I got some other news, too. Okay, go for it. Um, I don't know if you're done or not. But, yeah, go for it. Uh, this one real quick, because I mentioned it last week. Um, but there is billboards all over San Diego outside of Comic-Con that just say, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Really? Yeah. Really? Billboards take over San Diego ahead of Comic-Con. Who's who's putting I don't know who's funding them, but to the very fact that there's enough money and power behind it that there's billboards makes me think that it might happen. I don't know. I stick by the fact that I don't think it needs to happen, but you've heard... we've, We've talked about this before. It sounds like a cool concept. Like It sounds like he had the right idea. Yeah, that, I, for that movie, I like the idea behind what he had done in his original cut. But is there like a need for that to come out? We no, but I'd see it. I'd be into it. I would absolutely watch it. Um, I, I would only watch it because of what it is and it coming out to the public. Like I would absolutely watch that because it's something that's been held from us. Yeah, but that's the only reason why. It's not because I'm going to put billboards up or support the billboards to say, like, we absolutely need this. It's it's a shame that um, the studio, Warner Brothers, I guess, was so fickle that, like, there's a little bit of a negative reaction, a little, a lot of bit of a negative reaction to Batman versus Superman. Right. They're obviously already in production with Justice League at the time of the release of that movie. Uh-huh. And the movie still makes, like, $800 million. Right. And then there's a little bit of backlash, and they go like, well, stop the presses. we got to make a whole new movie here. No. They, they, they had the right... If, <laughs> you, if you go by what the original storyline was supposed to be, according to the sources we've heard, um, which are Doomsday... Uh, right. Or no, Dark Side, sorry. 
and like a little bit darker take Justice League with like an expanded universe. Right. It sounded really cool. The premise of it. Sounded if they would have just stuck with it, it probably would have been fine. I would agree. <laughs> but uh, then again, I don't necessarily need that movie. By the way, Justice League also made an obscene amount of money. They all did. Yeah, they I mean, all do. They they always make an obscene amount of money because we want to see those movies, regardless of what comes out. But yeah, we have yeah. seen the movie. Right. I don't necessarily need another cut of the movie. And me saying that, like, I'm a hundred percent on board with whatever DC wants to do. But not a better cut of the movie. I, who says it's better? We're we're saying it's better because we think it's going to be better. But you could see it now. They, yeah, they released yeah, director's say, cuts of movies. I mean, they released a director's cut of Daredevil. Um, right, yeah. See, things. that's the hook. Is Sometimes it's like, well, is it really better or is it just a little bit better? But what we talked about last time is that that rough cut that was finished would not have been, the CGI would not have been finished. So Exactly. It, okay, the reality be, of the situation well, is, would they have to spend $50 million, $100 million yeah, to make that yeah. cut? If they're going to put out a new movie, they have to finish it. They yeah. can't literally give you Would they make $100 their... million dollars back, though? No. No. No way. Not, not on a director's cut. They no re- way. I think they'd have to do a theatrical re-release. Boy. It'd have to be a lot different of a movie, though. Right. It yeah. would have to yeah. be so it much different. Be, it can't just completely. be like an extra 20 minutes of footage. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or spliced in. Right. And then it wouldn't right. be the same. All right. Two know. other quick ones. Um, Jonathan Hickman. The renowned author, mm-hmm. comic book author, has came out and said he thinks it's a big mistake that Marvel Comics has decided to start taking cues from Marvel Studios in regards to their comic books. So they're tailoring okay. their comics now after the movie universe. I agree with Jonathan Hickman. I do agree with him. I didn't read the specifics of exactly what he's talking about, but they're, you know, I think that's right. I think it's, um, they need to keep the universes completely separate and. They've had good luck with having two different universes, but also keeping the source material in the comics fresh. Correct. And like the comics always come first. Yeah. You know, like right. in in my world, the comics come first. You make the comic book and then tailor a movie to that. However, you have to do it. Don't change the comics for movies. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. Yeah. He says, it goes back to, are you being destructive or are you being additive? If you're being additive you're going, and you're on the big books, it's inevitable that some of the stuff is going to get used. When Marvel Films gets around to the X-Men and we've done some interesting stuff and they want to use it, that's awesome. If they don't, then they don't. One makes your job expendable. The other makes your job priceless. I like having value to my work. He's smart. And he's right on. Yeah, he's very smart. Uh, yeah, I don't like that at all. Don't tailor comic books to movies. The movies come from the comic books. And again, you can take the source material and make a movie out of that. You can't make movies to make comic books. And you don't need to make the movie exactly like the comic books. No, none of them have to be the same. Everybody wants movies to be like the comic book. But nobody has been a sitting here. A small percentage of people. The people that read comics. Yeah. The, well, yeah. Exactly. Like the people that read the comics want the movies to be like the source material. But I don't think you should make a movie and then say, well, let's tailor a comic book to that movie. It right. doesn't work the same way. The sales would not be, they will not be good. good at all. No. The, the thing is that I find interesting is 
I would say probably about 95% of the people that say, I wanted that movie to be more like the source material. Until that movie came out and they saw it, they never went back until they went to a Wikipedia article yes. and read the source <laughs> yeah. material. No, you're right. They probably okay. never even read the uh, comics even after the fact. And I don't uh. think, uh, I don't like what bolsters sales for comic books is because the movie came out, right? Yeah. Right. So you can, you can add to comic sales from a movie and then people get the original story there. I don't feel like it would work the same from a movie to a comic. I agree. Because you get the movie and you see it in live action. Unless it's something that started as a movie first. But I, I and feel... And then you have expanded content in the comic book maybe. Right. Yeah. If it's expanded content. But if you try to tailor a, movie or a, t- tailor a comic book off of the movie, you're not getting much more content out of that. Right. And it's... it's Again, like we're in a kind of a lazy day and age where people don't want to do work and reading is somewhat work, especially in a comic book, because you're looking at like all of the art. Sometimes you just have to follow the art before you even get any dialogue. Right. And that's work to people. Nobody wants to do that. My big, big takeaway for people out here is if you enjoy comic book movies, but you've never really read comic books, don't think that they're the same thing. Right. Oh, no. They're yeah. not the same thing. No. That's why we keep telling you to read the comics because they're so, I won't say better, but they're different and they are better in a lot of ways. Yeah. I, but I there's think a story that you can tell in comics that you can't tell in movies, and there's stories deep. in movies that you can't tell in comics. So, so it's just deeper. A it's deeper. It's definitely deeper. It's yeah, more yeah. interpersonal. It's more character based. Right. Yeah. It's, interpersonal. It's, you know, it's, um, they're different things. Well, and again, what I've said prior is that. A lot of people create story in their brain, right? When you read things. Uh So you can read a comic book and it's more so towards novels because you create a whole image in your, in your mind when you're reading a novel. But even in comics, you, you get the art in front of you. So you, you know, basically what happens and you read the story, but you can, you can create a bigger story in your head by reading that and saying like, well, I think this is what happened. If you have a movie come first and then a comic come after that, there's no sense of imagination there. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. it oh. doesn't really tie into the movie, so what are they trying to say here? Right. Right. You know, are they changing the movie because I like the movie better? And it, and they're just different. Like comics are they're well, just different. They're more they're it's di- more yeah. story character based. Um, character based is did, the big thing. Well, it kind of runs back to Game of Thrones which I don't know if you guys had discussed it before, but yeah. Well, like, if you followed our podcast, yeah, uh, yeah. we have a well, whole episode on it. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of bounced off for a little. Yeah, bit. this is why you're not getting invited back. <laughs> I'll one, catch one up, more, Gerald. I'll one, catch up. One more quick bit, real quick. We won't, we won't go on this too long. Okay. Mark Millar mm-hmm. has came out, and um, he apparently called Robert Dar- Downey Jr. As uh, Iron Man in the early 2000s. Really? Yeah. And huh. he, he also predicted Sam Jackson as Nick Fury. Well, the dude's a genius. Because mm. Mark Millar, obviously, um, I think the creator of the Ultimate Universe, right? Yeah. Sam Jackson. I mean, he modeled Nick Fury after Sam after Jackson. After Sam Jackson. <laughs> Sam Jackson became Nick Fury in the movies. Right. Robert Downey Jr., obviously. He has called it. He has said he declares that Taron Edgerton will be the next Wolverine. Taron Edgerton. Do you know who that is? Yeah, absolutely. He was in uh, Bright. 
He was the okay, yeah, the King, orc King or? Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was, was the Kingsman. Kingsman. He's been in a lot yeah. of stuff. He was in that newer Tons Robin Hood movie. I think he played Robin Hood. He, yeah, he seems yes. a little young. Yeah, he seems a little young to me for Wolverine, but uh, well, considering Wolverine was originally born, Wolverine's in always been like I would say middle-aged. Yeah, I was. Late, I've always thought of him as like in his thirties. Yeah, yeah, thirties, forties, yeah, late twenties, early thirties. Taron Egerton. He looks young, but he's probably he's probably in his thirties. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's just because Hugh Jackman. I mean, since the beginning of that, he always looked like an a, a adult. You know, he always looked like <laughs> know, he was but, in his forties. Right. You know he, what I mean? Well, yeah. The problem yeah. with actors is is that they age in real time. Not Hugh Jackman. Well, right, but they <laughs> yeah. age in real time, so they had to age uh, Wolverine with him. But in the comic books, he doesn't really age. Just like how you aged on this damn face app, yeah, <laughs> which is apparently like a Russian. That's the app. new hot thing. That's so what, you're, we're yeah. all just giving your information. Well, no, the he, Russian government. They have no access to my photos. It's okay. The Russians share with the CIA and Anyway, that's it for the news that I got. You got anything else? Big collusion there. Collusion. Hashtag collusion. That's what they call it. Yeah. That's what it's a hot button issue. I thought um, a door just what opened. Say. <laughs> I, that's a, I was like, did a door open? Mystery door. Um, no, I don't really have any any more news. Do you got any news, Nate? No, no. I got a ton of what I've been watching because I've been watching a lot. And go. <laughs> um, do you have any what you're watching? I'll let you start it off because I got to pull up in my app here. I mean, I've caught up on Swamp Thing. Okay, that's one that I've been watching. I'm caught up on that too. So episode seven was the most recent one that came out. Uh, I'm starting to get more and more depressed as the show goes on that there's no way that they can make anything satisfying happen in the next three episodes. I oh, agree. No. Yeah, I Have agree. Have you watched any of it yet, Nate? No. That that's so I I need I, to steal Jerry's password, oh, password. for that. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree because they just keep building on the story and and putting more characters involved with more things. And I just don't see how any of that can be resolved. Yeah, in the next three episodes. The and last that, episode was even... cool. Don't get me wrong; the, the episodes are all cool, but like the story's not advancing very quickly. No, and it's kind of starting to drag a little bit. I, I I still love it. I love everything about it, except for the fact that I don't. The only reason I don't love it is because I understand that they cannot wrap this up in yeah. three episodes and then it's over. <laughs> you, you know it's going to end. If, if I, I knew there was a season two and it was 12 episodes, I would be in love with the show right now. Yes. But I know right. that that's not the case. So it's kind of dampening the experience. Right. So is it Agreed. like another Game of Thrones type thing? Like, you know that you only have so many episodes yeah, left sure. and you, yeah. you can't consciously like wrap it all it's up. Clearly, with they're a clean taking boat. their time. Yeah. Because it was the first season. Because it was the season one, they were taking yeah. their time. Yeah. And then they clearly got told, nope, this is it. And then they're like, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I'm pretty positive they found this out uh, because of an interview that um, the guy that plays Swamp Thing, like the actual Swamp Thing, the guy that's in the, the makeup and whatnot, uh, he was saying in an interview that they didn't find out it was cut down from 13 to 10 until like episode eight yeah oh so they even at 13 would feel rushed for what they're trying to do this season knowing that it was ending man yeah slow burn (sighs) yeah it really is a it it is pretty slow but have they done that in the past and this is a little bit of spoilers nothing significant but have they done like the 
where she's getting some sort of hallucination and she sees him, not as Swamp Thing. Um, the the reason she hallucinated is because of what Swamp Thing like released released to her. I I mean in the comic books they've done that. They have okay. Yeah, in the comic books they've done that, but um, there's just not enough time to to do any of that. Yeah. Like they like did it just yeah. like understanding, starting to even like scratch the surface of understanding the green. Yeah, and we're seven episodes out of ten. I know. Oh, so uh, they 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 can't get as deep as I'd like them to get. But that, so so from right. that so saying that I wouldn't say don't watch it. No, I, it's still a good show. Absolutely watch right. it, and it is it is by far the best Swamp Thing um, <laughs> character itself for sure that I've ever seen in live action. It's amazing. I think they've done an incredible job with him. Um, I wish he was in it a little more. Like I think it, I wish. They centered it around him he rather than around really, Abby. He doesn't really do a lot. It's it's centered around Abby Arcane. Yeah. Like the whole show is centered around her um, and what she's going to like investigate. And again, that would be fine if it was multiple seasons. And she's kind of progressively becoming kind of a more annoying character. Because her being a doctor and working for the CDC, she seems awfully dumb. And not to oh, seem to no. work very often. Oh, she does no work. Yeah, she does no work. <laughs> Wait, so maybe she does work for CDC. Well, right. It's a government agency, so... And too yeah. much on uh, whatever, uh, uh, the bad guys, uh, Avery Sunderland. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But that brings me back to some news that we forgot. That's a huge news. What? Huge huh? news. That they, we've kind of figured out the whole DC universe, what's happened with it. The Warner streaming service. I didn't hear this. They released. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Re- How did what? I not hear this? They released yeah. it all. Um, Where have I been? Yeah. HBO Max is the new streaming service. It's going to be the Warner streaming thing. HBO, DC Universe, all of it together. Well, I'll buy that. And <laughs> wrapped up for in us, <laughs> for me and you, who already pay for HBO and DC, yeah. I think it's going to be cheaper. I think it's going to be the same price as what we're currently paying for HBO. But they're going to wrap in all the warmer. So everything under oh, warmer okay. yeah, and yeah. everything DC, it's all going to be in there. Yep. Now, nice. they might it might be a couple bucks more or something. This is going to have a premium content from HBO, Warner Brothers, New Line, DC Entertainment, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, uh, Looney wow, Tunes, wow. and more. Yeah, everything that's not Disney. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And this yep. I think is yep. genius of them. HBO Max I think is an awful name, but yeah, it totally reminds me of like something like out of the eighties. But Skinamax. Um, <laughs> right. The big ones they're launching with is that they're going to have all the Friends episodes, which I don't give a little, even the smallest bit. Of a shit about, but Fresh Prince of Bel Air, there's talking about. Yeah. Uh, but they're gonna have DC, the app, uh, Batwoman, all that stuff. Um, It'll be really good. Production um, deals with Greg Berlanti and Reese Witherspoon. Greg Berlanti is making some cash. They're gonna have the Dune show. <laughs> they're gonna have Dune show. They're gonna have a show called Tokyo Vice. Uh, oh no! A thriller called is, "The Flight Attendant." Is Don Johnson involved with that? Oh, they're gonna they're gonna do um, uh, Station Eleven, um, which is a po- post apocalyptic series uh, based on a book that was really popular. I'll buy okay. it. Um, they're gonna do an animated Gremlin show. Oh, I just heard that. Oh shit! So I just heard that that um, well, Mark Bernardin was talking about it on uh, Fat Man on Batman. 
or what's it called? Fat Man Beyond. They're they're gonna do um, a Stephen King show called The Outsider. Um, That's a new book that just came out last year. They're gonna do a Lovecraft Country, which is produced by Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. Wow! Ooh, um, that's tons a good of team stuff. Up. Perry Mason's coming back with Robert, produced by Robert Downey Jr. Wow! Huh. So it's going to be... These I'm, are huge things. Yeah, it's a no big kidding. thing. Well, Warner Entertainment, they're going to have all of it. All yeah. those movies, everything. That's huge. And they're going to yeah. roll it all with HBO. I mean... There's so, so much money if that's there. If I can get I'm all kidding. of that and still only pay the $15 a month, that's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, into that. I'm into that. So that's... That makes me a lot happier. That we're not having a bunch of little services. Yes. Right. Hopefully, though, they don't take shows away. That's my thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if we can get if we can get that HBO DC all that as one service, and then we got our Netflix, and then the Disney stuff. But like, don't you want to see a Doom Patrol two season two? That's coming. It is for sure. For sure. I hope so. And I think Swamp Thing will come back too. It better. Mm-hmm. It better. It, it, if the only holdup is because they don't want to spend money about this stage Stupid. and whatnot between yeah. HBO and I mean Warner Brothers. They've, they've got money. It's going to totally depend it, on the fans. Yeah, they definitely have. Well, the fans the are pushing. Don't you think, though, this DC... I'm telling you, like, DC app is my go-to now. Could you imagine yeah. a Batman show? Live action. It, man. It'd be, like, unprecedented. Produced, even at the level... Because, I don't know, I know you haven't watched a lot of this, but these are a production quality above the CW stuff. Okay, yeah. okay. I was going to say, above. if we're doing CW production quality for Next a Batman show... I'd be like, eh, but if we're going a little step above it, it's the step above CW, a step below like HBO, like uh, Game of Thrones, Westworld type. But will it be now that it's involved with HBO? I don't think it will be. Could be. Because HBO is 100% involved. I'm guessing Warner must own HBO. I don't know. I I would assume so if they're in the same app. That's what I mean. So if you're pooling, if you're pooling this money, all your resources and and money and everything, right? Like because they're gonna like if Warner Brothers is doing whatever with HBO, that was a separate entity to them. But for a streaming service, it's all one thing. Yeah, right. With HBO, throw all the monies at it. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? So moving on, here's a bunch of what I've been watching. Um, My big one. My huge one yeah. is Spider-Man Far From Home I went to see. Oh, I can't yeah. talk about it. No, you cannot. Please do not. Because no, we'll yeah. review it on our next show because Jerry's been slacking off. Right. I will see it probably in the next four days. Okay. It's. Um, I'll just give you my initial take. Okay. It's a very great, fun, very much enjoyed it. Good. Liked it a lot. You'll enjoy it. Better than Homecoming? Um, different than Homecoming. I'd have to rewatch Homecoming to say better or not. Um, so that th- this movie is the official end to um, whatever this what they generation call of Spider-Man. Yeah, the, no, no, this generation of Marvel. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Marvel Phase Three end. That's what it is. Phase Three. So okay. that is the official end of Phase Three of Marvel. Phase Four starts after this. Great stuff. Great humor. Great action. Great movie. You'll love it. Okay. I won't go too much more into depth. That's all I want. It's it's a movie though. I mean, it feels like a standalone movie, much the same way that Homecoming did. Okay. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. I like that these Spider-Man movies that they're making seem to like feel like their own thing. 
Uh, 100%. They don't would, feel yeah. like the other Marvel movies. Well, and I'd much rather have it that way. And because, they're not. They're Sony. I mean. Yeah, it's a Sony property. I, I would much rather have it that way because I don't want it. I, I mean, don't want him tied into everything else. They, I mean, he is tied into everything else, but I don't want the movie to feel like it's tied it, in. And it doesn't. They're made different. They look different. They they The dialogue's different. It's Is the humor a little bit different? Um. Yeah, it's definitely got its. It, it's definitely in the same vein as Homecoming, that kind of light, fun type like a, of movie. But it's it not like, like a, in your, in your face. Like no, here, laugh at this. No, no. Is it okay. still kind of like a John Hughesy? Yeah, kind of. Type oh, very okay. much, and yeah. it's a road trip movie, right? Oh. Very much in a way. Okay. Um, and I'll just say, um, right off the gate, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, nails it man. oh really and you were I so would, against i would him. expect nothing less from jake he you were really <laughs> wouldn't listen to him he's like my buddy jake my buddy go jake, way back. my homie no he, he knows out. it he's great and you were skeptical i was skeptical hmm that's good i so, wasn't you'll you'll very much enjoy it and stick around for the post credits okay i knew there was a post credit scene two post credit scenes oh okay. what and they're um i'm trying to remember exactly yeah they're they're worth sticking around for. They're good. All right. Nice. One of them's like, "What's happening here?" That gets me excited. <laughs> it's very much. One of them's very much. Both of them, in fact, They're setting up more. Very much setting up phase four. Okay. Ooh. But not giving away anything. Oh. Mm. Just kind of like in a way where you're like, "What?" Yeah. <sighs> you oh, and I want to watch this. I really feel like I. Needed to see this. Yeah, you did. So we'll, we'll uh, review that, and by that time we'll be past. We're already really past the spoiler period. But right, well, not for me. We set the bar on spoiler period. All right, so we've talked about Swamp Thing. Um, another big one that I I'll, I'll hold I'll hold this one uh, real quick. I watched um, the new Aziz Ansari stand up on Netflix. He's got a new stand up special. Yeah. I oh. thought it was really good. I, I haven't okay. watched it. I'm just not huge. I mean, I'm the only a, reason I like Aziz Ansari is because of uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. A, I wasn't. I'm not a huge fan of his stand up, but I like that he got in a bunch of trouble. Yeah. Okay. And Just like almost career ending trouble. Yeah, almost. And he directly addresses it at the beginning. Does he really? Oh, really? And um, it's funny. It's stand up in a way. It's but it, interesting how he did it because it's it's stand up. But, but it's, it's like also, clearing the table. It does that. It's stand up, but it also kind of he has got a message, and it's almost like a a speech to like it's like a prepared speech, but also stand up, and um, he gets deep, okay, in some of it, and uh, it's kind of a, some of it's pretty emotional. Hmm. It was pretty good. I okay. enjoyed watching it. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I watched the first episode of Black Mirror. Okay. which um has anthony mackie in it anthony mackie signed a huge deal with netflix he's in another show called point break i think it's called oh okay and he uh-huh. was in this um black mirror i've only watched one of the new episodes there's only five or something i don't even know if there's that many and it's super interesting i would totally watch it. it's the first one out and the idea behind it is anthony mackie is um he it starts out when he's younger and it's him and his buddy that's his roommate and this girl that they all live together and they play like um it's basically like a mortal combat type game all the time okay and then it kind of fast fast flash forwards in the future he gets married to that girl that they're roommates with he's got a family he's an adult boring life blah blah yeah. blah 
and he gets back together with this old friend of his. And this is now in the future, and they have these the VR. The game's all VR. Yeah. Right? I don't really want to give it away, but I don't feel like it's giving it away. So him and his friend, his friend goes to this party, gives him this game. He's like, it's the same game, but it's just updated now. And they're like, get this. And it's a VR chip you like plug into your skin. Okay. And you like pass out, and you're like in the world 100%. Like Matrix. Yeah. And uh, they start playing this game. Ready Player One. Fighting at first. Uh, yeah. But you can do whatever you want in this game. It's a one-on-one fighter. So they, they're different characters in the game. His buddy is a woman and he's a man and they basically have, fall in love have sex. as game characters. Oh, shit. <laughs> but then outside of the game, they're like really confused. Because in the game, one's a guy Gee, and one's a girl. Figure. Yeah. You know, but then they're like, are, are we gay? And the one's married and the other one's like... Wow. And, um, hey, Tony... <laughs> it's it's it was good it was interesting that sounds very interesting it was intriguing very black mirror-ish yeah very black mirror-ish um okay i um here's here's one of my big ones i started watching on the dc app krypton oh yeah i want to see that that it, one had i had my n- interest no interest in this whatsoever until i he the guy that is in it was yeah. on Kevin yeah. Smith. I know that's why it. I wanted to watch it. Oh, okay. okay. It's good. It sounds really good. I really, really enjoy it. <sighs> the Man. production's really good. Production value is great. It's yeah. Yeah, it looked good from that's what a Berlanti show too, right? Um mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's on sci fi, I think. Yes. It's on sci fi. But I thought he was like involved with it. Could be. Well, see, that was the first thing that turned me off of sci fi. So I've never had any interest in any anytime anything Superman related goes to Krypton, it loses my interest immediately. Yep. But this is like set in the past. This would be Superman's great great grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but the Superman is a character in it, but in the future, he you don't see him from yet at least. So the idea of it, right, is that he's trying to save Superman. Superman from the past. Yeah. From um, what they're doing, from right. well, whatever's happening at through, the time, yeah, through from, whatever's um, going Brainiac on. Brainiac is the big villain, and okay. Brainiac's like a world-eating entity. I don't, you, I haven't really? seen much yet. Isn't but Brainiac Zod? has Zod is in it? Okay, yeah, Zod. It's kind of a yeah. good guy, but not yet. You know, I haven't gotten to that point yet. But his I, family's in it now. In yeah. the past, um, he comes back from the future. Now, Adam Strange. At the first episode, I was really confused because they're in Krypton. They're wearing. Kryptoni clothes. Yeah. And then this guy shows up in a hoodie with like a Detroit Tigers hat on. <laughs> it's, okay. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Where are we going here? <laughs> and then you find out that it's um, Adam Strange from okay. the future that has come back to warn Superman's great great grandfather of Brainiac, who I'm assuming has come back from the future as well. Yeah. Because he wants to destroy Krypton okay. and is, yeah. so Superman's never born. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. And, right. um, but the, the, so that's part of the story. And then the other part of the story is this undertone of like the elite in the Krypton society. Mm-hmm. And then they have like the lower class. Right. And they okay. have like titles and stuff. Right. So it's this a caste system. Yeah. And they're yeah. In, in this lower class, they have this terrorist organization called Black something. And they're basically like terrorists that are trying to overthrow this hierarchy. And so, but these, these, the top class has the military and all this stuff. Right. And they're they're basically just looking at all of these lower class people like, well, 
they're all disposable. Right. Let's just wipe them all out to get to this terrorist organization. Okay. So there's a lot of that going on. It's it's a good show. Hmm. Very okay. good. Sounds show. pretty good. Yeah. I would recommend that. And then um, there was two that I tried to watch. One was uh, Dark on Netflix. And I don't even know that. What is that? I don't know. I tried to watch it. The first episode was super creepy. And then it's also in some foreign language dubbed over to English. And mm, I couldn't watch not, it. I won't do that. Oh, man. I thought so, you watched everything with <laughs> closed captioning. Huh? I do, but it's still dubbed. And that drives me crazy. Okay. I wish it was just in the regular other language. And yeah. The, but the other one, funny enough, was also in another language, but not dubbed. And that was um, Fred Armisen's new show on HBO. Oh, yeah, it's all Spanish. Los Spookies. Yes. I've heard that's really good. I tried to watch the first episode, but it's all in Spanish, and I gave up. I'm like, But don't you just watch it with... Tapped out. Yeah, I, just, I couldn't do it. I'm done. I couldn't do it. I've heard it's really good, though. Uh, there was people that liked it. A lot of people. My big one is that I finished Stranger Things Season 3. Oh, I have not man. finished so we can't it. Talk haven't about it. I haven't even watched a single episode. Okay. I've watched five episodes of it, but I have not finished it. Okay, well, next episode we'll do a review of that. Oh, boy. Because you'll be done by then. Boy. Yeah, I will be. And yeah, I will be. I want to say I think it's my favorite season. Good. Really? I, I love season one. I like season two even better. Dude, I, I think I like season three even better. I love... Wow. That's, the, the, I had heard from people before that season one... Amazing season two. Uh, wait, 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 season wait. Three. Let me get yeah. this straight. You've never seen any of the seasons? No, no. Who are you? You've never seen any Stranger Things? I'm a YouTuber. I don't stick on Netflix. You are, are ridiculous. Yeah, you need to watch Stranger Things. Nate, I watch history shit on YouTube. Like, well, this is my main thing. This is why you are basically handicapped to what the world is doing right now. <laughs> believe me I, I don't know who you are anymore watch the shows that everyone else is watching so that you can come on our podcast and talk about this stuff <laughs> and actually add something yes. by the way Relevant. end of the season season three huge right. huge um, like mind-blowing thing happens hmm. and then teaser at the end where you're like, ooh, big time cliffhanger. These Duffy brothers have They're amazing. a mind. So that's what I want to talk about. And we'll get into it more once we do the review and you see the season. Okay. But these guys are incredible. And that's what I was going to say about this show. So this show is one that like, it's not a show that I like sit around all year. And I'm like, I can't wait for the next Stranger Things. Like, like I, I got pretty excited for this season. That's why I'm so surprised it that I haven't came seen all and of it. I forgot it was even coming, and then it came back, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Stranger Things." Yeah. So it's not one that I'm like obsessed with, but these guys are so amazing that every single episode is so good. Yeah. And they keep the story moving. That's what I was just gonna so say. So quickly, they move the story every single episode, and it's something that you're bought into right away. You're bought in. There is never not one moment of this season. Did I think, Ben, this is slow, or I don't need this exposition, or I don't yeah. need this or that. So it's just binge-worthy. It's the oh, most so binge-worthy show ever. The, okay. These guys have yeah. this amazing way that I wish more writers and more they've uh, tailored screenwriters... It, they've can, tailored it to the Netflix like crowd world or like the Netflix like diagram of how a show is going to be made. They've tailored the show to that, and they've made it like the maximum it could be. Yeah. In that format. But what's amazing to me is that you can put out, ten, what is it, 10, 10 episodes, let's yeah. say, yeah. 10 straight hours of content 
that at no moment at all do do you ever feel anything slow yeah you get no flashback episodes you get no none of this and they're still able to give you all the character stuff and all the stuff that makes you connected to the characters but in a way that is so dynamic and forward focused that you don't even know you're getting it it just all comes like a barrage right and it's never bad yeah it's the, so solid nice the guys have it down really well and i i was worried about this year coming into the season thinking like man how could they how can they do this again to to the way they've done it because i thought like they've they played out the the uh, upside down they played it out yeah but coming into this season then seeing what they were started like i said with the first five episodes that i've seen um i was like okay the wait whole a minute. and the like, whole subplot for that is amazing and then the fact that they've put together and i don't know if you've gotten this far yet but there's different bands of people at this one and that's a big thing that people are talking about and we'll talk about it okay what your favorite team up is yeah because they've split all the characters into different teams oh wow and the whole season the characters are with their team so it's based off of their like uh, don't they play dungeons and Dragons no it's not based or? off that and then they bring in a couple new characters that are one new character specifically that is uh fantastic Gosh, okay. Hmm. Um, I think by far this is the best season, and it's definitely the it's it's so quick and just it, everything is perfect. I mean, it, just how it moves it forward is great. That's good to know. And it's still got the humor and the levity. It's great. That's good to know. I, huh. I really haven't. I know so many people that have finished the season already, and I haven't heard it went quick. I don't even think it was ten it. episodes. I it was. I felt like. I finished watching it. I'm like, I can't believe that I just watched that many episodes. Here, isn't that amazing that you can have 10 hours worth of content? And and before we're going to the movies and seeing something that's two and a half hours longer, if it hit three hours, you're like, holy smokes, Like this is so long. And you get so much stuff out of that. And yet now we're in a day and age where we're getting 10, 12, 13 hours worth of content. And you're like, man, I wish I had more. That yeah. 10 hours of content felt like a two-hour movie to me. That's it, always like whenever I remember uh, whenever Fargo first came out and then somebody did an interview with Billy Bob Thornton and he's like, hey, you know, movies are nice, but this TV, is, yeah. this is TVs where it's are the long, drawn-out yeah. storyline. That is where this is all going to go. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't throw stuff into a... Two and a half hour movie, but but more or in less. that vein, I'll give you. I could name, I could list off a bunch of shows that that they'll take that ten hours, and there's a lot of filler it. bullshit in there that right. you still enjoy. Yes, yes, but, but you don't need. It's but completely Stranger Things isn't that. It's like all ten hours are relevant, good, move it forward. You never for a second. It just fit. It that whole thing feels like a two hour movie. Out right. of those, yeah. Yeah, Out of those yeah. five episodes I've seen, I just and that I, just comes down to good writing. I mean, that's one hundred percent what yeah. it is. And I, I, it sticks in my head where um, Billy, like right after Billy gets like kind of possessed with that thing in oh, the yeah. beginning, um, when he's in that like storeroom at the pool, and uh, the mom comes up behind him, and it's like his vision, but all of a sudden he like turns around and slams her head up against the yeah. Uh, the rack. I was like, 
what the hell is happening? And then it, you realize it's just him thinking of that. It's stuck in my head, and I'm just like, man, that's really good. Yeah. It was really good the way they played that off. And that that actor is really good, too. I like that guy. There's a lot of controversy on um, David Harbour, who's... Um, yeah, the sheriff. Sheriff. I can't remember his name oh, now. I love okay. him. Uh, sheriff... Uh, I don't know. Uh, Something. A lot of people are coming out and saying like that he's toxic, to- yeah. toxic man- masculinity. Oh, really? Toxic? Like I did, from Barry? I did something. <laughs> like from Barry, he's like, you've got too much toxic masculinity. <laughs> but I, and you know, I totally see where they're coming from, but you also got to understand that like this is you're set f- in the 80s. It's and you're 80, full yeah, of it too. It's an 80s. You, Chris mm. Harford, yeah. have so much toxic masculinity. A lot of people go, um, coming out hard against all the smoking. A lot of smoking in this movie. Again, it's, it's and before en- the ban. Enough guys. that put, enough that pushed Netflix to put a smoking policy in place for their future. Yeah, really, I, they I had did enough see that. pushback yes. from like Truth and other organizations like that. That no, it's just because it's set in the eighties, man. Yeah, it's because it's set yeah. in the eighties. Like, get over it. It's a TV show. Anyway, it's great. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's, I like David Harbor. Oh, he's great. There's something on Netflix that just came out, and it's called like Frankenstein's Monsters, Monster Frankenstein. Okay. And I, okay. I try. I haven't started to watch it. I watched a little bit of it, and it's talking about his father, Frankenstein's father. No, David Harbor's father, David Harbor Harbor Jr. David Harbor, the one that's in Stranger Things, is yeah. the third. Oh, okay. I don't know if this is all a joke. <laughs> or if that's true i guess i haven't gotten far enough really the show. but david Har- harbour jr was also an actor like back in the 70s or whatever okay and he was he had this like teleplay that apparently was really odd and david harbour went back and found like the footage in his mother's attic okay and i don't know if it's a comedy or if it's true i, I need to watch it because it seems interesting it, that guy seems cool. Hellboy's out uh, to rent. I haven't. It's real. It. Like this is a real thing. I don't like know. It, I don't know if uh, it's just a joke. Okay. But it seems real meta. He's in it, talking yeah, about him, his own does. family. He's David in it, and then they're flashing back to this like seventies teleplay that supposedly found footage of his dad's this play he did on TV. But uh, I don't know. This guy looks identical to him. Oh, that's his dad, and I don't know if it's him. So actually, him playing his dad, supposedly his dad, and it's all a joke. I don't oh. know. Oh, huh. somebody will tell us. One of our fans. Yeah, somebody will. Okay. One of our Someone knows. thousands of dedicated Snarf followers. Right. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from the last few episodes. That's good. Yeah, they all seem to enjoy it because we're just enjoyable people. I like the titles. Yeah, that's all I read. Pretty good, aren't they? <laughs> we work really hard. <laughs> For Snarf long talks hours. aggressive replaying. I was like, yes. We work many hours trying to figure out those titles. And those many hours usually <laughs> encompass about a 30 minute time frame Thursday mornings. Yeah. <laughs> the last many episodes I've been like MIA on, I feel like. Yeah, that's all right. I did go today. I went I went backdated. I put up some Instagram posts. Oh, yeah, you were flooding yes, it. Yes, you were really hitting good. it up. And um, I rewrote some of the descriptions a little bit. Nothing major. But, but the uh, like the poly, uh, Snarf's polyamorous thruple, yeah. the picture on that? Yes. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> how do I find this? I don't money. know. I don't know how you find it. I don't know how to do it. I can't do it. I don't know how to work the the 
program like the canva stuff like i just <laughs> i can't find the stuff you do but it was absolutely perfect you told me the other day you said um our next episode which if you're listening that'll be last week's episode right. you say it's solid gold i loved it last night um yeah. i was listening to it last night it's really good i that's I'm, another one i'm excited to listen to it because i remember it recording it at the time at two or three o'clock in the morning yeah um thinking i'm like i don't know how good this is going to be oh it was really good because of the content that we had about you know what like the we did the uh 90 act like the 90s actors we cast the the avengers as 90s actors yes so we did that like that was a really good part and then right after that we get into our top 10 pixar movies yeah awesome stuff okay i remember that's Pixar stuff being good. I thought we went on a little long on the '90s casting stuff. No, when you, I didn't listen to it 100 percent all the way through. Um, I'm going to tomorrow on my drive, but uh, I, I thought it was really good. It's really funny. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, so, what do you? Is that what you're watching? That's all I got. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I was watching. I I watched Swamp Thing, and then um, you did what you're supposed. To. I think that's yeah, about it. Swamp Thing. From what I'm watching standpoint, you're way behind. I am. Check start. Krypton. You know why? Start Krypton. You know why I'm way behind? Why? So I've been reading. So I've been reading a lot of stuff. Ooh, some what you're reading. So I started. Uh, I I was reading uh, Jason Inman's um, book, Super Soldiers. Yes, I've been reading that. I like it. Really, I like it a lot. He's tying in a lot of comic book characters to like modern day, or like not necessarily modern day, but. Um, like a military, like if they'd be a good soldier, basically. Yeah. And he ties it into two real-time stuff. I like the way it's written. I like the way he's doing it. I'm not 100% through it yet. It's short, but I haven't put a ton of time to it. But what I have read, I've I've really enjoyed. Well-written. Yeah, and it reminds me a lot of Geek History Lesson, his podcast, because he gives you the backstory of these characters. And he does a really thorough job of what the character is, what they've done, and how they pertain to like a modern day military soldier. To me, it's right up my alley. Nice. And and I like it. I, I did pre-order um his new comic, Science. Is that out? Uh, no, I pre-ordered it. But it's it's coming out. Like On they're producing website. it. Yeah, it's coming oh, okay, out cool. soon. Um so the other things I've reading uh like I said a Swamp Thing from Brian K. Vaughn. I started that. There's two volumes, 20 issues. Started the first volume, very very good. The other one that I read, another Swamp Thing, but it's, um, so I ended up buying two of the same book on accident on Comixology. So there was a Swamp Thing winter special that came out uh, in 2018, but then they did a deluxe edition, which I didn't realize was basically the exact same stories with a few extra stories written in. And it was called Swamp Thing uh, Root of T- Roots of Terror. Um, and it's the deluxe edition, which they just added stuff from Len Wein. Uh, Len Wein is the creator of Swamp Thing with Bernie Wrightson. Uh, he also created like Wolverine, Storm from uh, X Men. A, a bunch people. of Len Wein's like historic person. Just right? passed away last year. Twenty seventeen. Yep. Him and Bernie Wrightson passed away in the exact same year. Wow. And born born the exact same year, died the exact same year. Jeez. Unbelievable. Huh. Um, huge people in the comic book world. Bernie anyway, writes in if you ever want to look at some amazing um, covers, like the first 10 Swamp Thing covers, I yes, think. Yes, are all from him. From the 
be from the 70s those I guess. are the collectible ones people and they're uh they're also very cinematic they're very yeah. cool covers they're like uh they're like movie posters yeah they they really are uh but yeah they both died the same year and then bernie wrightson had uh still been drawing for dc in in 2017 before he passed away anyway swamp thing uh the winter special is the one that i wanted to talk about that i read and tom king did the story uh this book puts like three or four different standalone stories in the same book um just as a it's kind of like as a um uh what do you call it like a um homage to Len Wein and Bernie Wrightson basically it's like a it's for them it's like in dedication to them uh but Tom King wrote this story and it's called let me look, let me look it up now it's like um the talk of the spirit is what it's called i think let me i gotta go back and look now but the way this dude writes like i know he's written batman and we all like the batman stuff a lot but the way he wrote this story it really he doesn't necessarily tailor it to a swamp thing book in the same way all the other swamp things have been written as this like monster guy but it's based around like us as monsters. So it's you right away see it starts off with like this radio show of a football, uh, like these football announcers talking about the local team and the team was playing like the Gotham city Knights, and they were playing a football game together and they talk about the quarterback having an issue during the game in the second half. He like basically falls apart and it's because he was like shocked by what was going on and he felt like a monster was attacking him is what the is what they're talking about and they say like here's you know they said here's the um interview with the quarterback and this is what he says and that's when the story picks up and the first few images are just of a leaf falling down the first few panels uh, on the first two pages a leaf is falling to the ground and then winter basically just comes over and it's all winter after that and Swamp Thing is walking through this like winter wasteland basically, and he's saving this boy. It's a like a it looks like an eight year old boy, and he's protecting him from this snow monster. You never once see a snow monster. Can I completely spoil the story yeah. for you? By the way, you still need to read it regardless. But so Swamp Thing's like carrying this boy with him, literally carrying him. But he has no contact with the green because it's a complete winter wasteland and there's nothing green around. It's all frozen tundra, basically. And he's trying to save this boy. So during this, uh, him walking and carrying this boy, he's like wasting away. And it's it it always says, like every page it says later. So it's like advancing the time uh, more and more. And every time it's like this little boy riding on his back saying like, Oh man, you just got him, got us away from the, the snow monster. Like you kicked him away and saved me. You just keep saving me. And he keeps saying like, you're not a monster. You know, you, you are not a monster. Well, it keeps doing that throughout it. And then by the end of it, swamp thing is like withered away to basically nothing laying on the ground. And he's like, we have to do something. I'm not strong enough to carry you anymore. And then he realized, like, he picks up this boy and he's like, I realize I'm not a monster, but you're the monster. He's like, you're the snow monster. I have to, I have to kill you. And he, and the boy's like arguing with him saying like, no, you can't kill me. Like you, you've been saving me. You can't kill me. And he keeps saying like, 
it's like just tying into like who is the monster and like who is the actual evil here and he realizes the boy is the evil and he ends up like breaking this kid's neck he's holding him and you just see like he's saying like um he's like maybe i am a monster but i know you're the monster and he breaks the kid's neck and then it's just them like holding each other on the ground and the kid dies but he like melts away and then all the snow melts away and then Swamp Thing melts basically, like just recedes into the ground, and then everything turns green. And then they go back to the uh, football announcers saying, like, how crazy this story was that the the uh, quarterback was telling about a monster being, you know, attacking him, and that's why he didn't play the game right. I I'm not doing it any justice by explaining it that way. You have to read it and Either see the way, images. Either way, that's a good story. And the way it's <laughs> it's written and drawn, um, it's just it's my single favorite story I've read ever. It was the Eisner winner of last year. Oh, really? That one single story was the Eisner winner for uh, comic book stories. It's it's incredible. Huh? It's I'm absolutely definitely incredible. check that out. I probably have it somewhere. Yeah, uh, maybe it's. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. The art is amazing because it's exactly what I want Swamp Thing to look like. Right. He's like this big menacing guy. And uh yeah, I've got the images up in front of me like of the story. And I'm going to take pictures of it and post it to our our Snarf, Snarf Talk page uh, a couple of the pages because they're just incredible. Um but what he says, he says uh hang on, let me get a little closer. He says um that though I try, try so hard, I am like you, now always, the monster. We are the monster. And the boy at the same time says no as he breaks his neck. It's just, it's, oh, wow. it's wild. Huh. It's really crazy. Um, it's really good. So I read that, and that was amazing. And within that story, it was the last Len Wein story um, inside of this book that he wrote of Swamp Thing. I don't care for it myself. It's really cool that it's in there. There's literally no dialogue, no story. It's all picture. Okay. Um, I just don't... The only reason I don't care for it is because I don't necessarily like the art style. Gotcha. It's very blocky and cartoony that I don't care for. Another one that I started reading and I ordered was... Um, it's a physical book. Uh, was The Root of All Evil, Swamp Thing, The Root of All Evil, and that's a Grant Morrison, Mark Millar story. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've kind of read summaries on that. I've and, never read it. And I, I started reading it. It's from like the 90s, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, it is in the 90s. And you can definitely tell in the beginning of this book, it is uh, all Grant Morrison in the beginning. I don't know when Mark Millar picks up because I haven't finished it yet, but in the beginning, there is so much drug talk. <laughs> yeah. like incredible drugs and grant morrison has historically talked a lot about drugs and yeah like openly and talked about like his experimentation with drugs and it is a he, dir- he like takes drugs and writes like takes acids and it's a direct comparison to that to like his real life because it talks about how alec holland as a scientist is like taking these drugs um to experience things and so it's like Alec Holland experiencing Swamp Thing through drugs at the moment. Um, and they're like two separate beings. So Swamp Thing's still around. 
like wandering around in the swamp. But Alec Holland is separate because he like wakes up in a coma in a different place. Yeah, I remember reading them summary on that where he they that's where they I haven't, pull them to apart. Yep, and I haven't got far enough into it to re, to find out if they really are two separate people or if it's just a, another hallucination of his. Right. But there's so much drug talk, but really good art in that too. Um, there's some wild splash pages of like visions and different things going on where it covers both of the pages. Like if you open it up to the whole book is just this like one vision with little block letters around. It's pretty cool how it's put together, but I'm on the fence on what it's going to be like. Sweet. Pretty cool. Um, And then I caught up on, um, there's one more issue to come out. It's a six issue run of Spider-Man life story. Oh yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. I need to catch up on that. It's so good because it just follows him through his life each decade. I'm uh, waiting for the trade on that, which will be probably another year. Before yeah, it comes probably. Out. And it go and it does go by decades, so it's 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, I got I finished 90s, and it's awesome because it's everything you want Spider-Man to be. You see Spider-Man the way you want to see Spider-Man in all of those decades. Like it follows all those tropes, but it also gives you the, like the interpersonal story of what's actually happening in his life, like his legitimate life as Peter Parker while he's being Spider-Man. I think that disconnects really cool. That's cool. So that's all I got. That's what I was reading. Oh, and the, yeah, I talked about this, the super soldiers book. Yeah. Yeah. Been reading a lot. Cool. Well, that's awesome. You've yeah. been reading. I've been wasting away my life on television programming. Right. That's so. This is not a shot against you, but that's the way I felt like I've been doing things. Is just literally sitting in front of a TV, trying to watch things, trying to take in as much content. I was just like, you know what? Like, I've got so many books on right. comicsology and in my house. I need to start reading them. We we need to um, we need to start writing. That's what we need to do. Yeah, it's, getting, it's getting close to writing season. I've reread Ooh, that yeah. script that we've written, like the majority of the script we've written, about 15 times in the last two weeks. No, this is getting into writing season. I need like one more week of like wrapping stuff up from this insane spring of death. Yes. That's what it that's The what winter didn't like. get you the spring will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, anything you've been watching, Nate? Before we wrap up here, I don't know what we're on time. But. I've caught up on, I caught up on uh, Man in High Castle for the most part. Um, I started watching Into the Badlands. Oh, I love that show. I've only watched like the first couple of seasons. Yeah, I started on the I third season. The, are they on the third now? Yeah, and then I fell asleep. Yeah, that's it, a good show. Yeah. It, I've heard the uh like the graphic um, novel. No, like the actual fighting and oh action yeah. of it. It's really good. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And I mean I, I started I got into Man in the High Castle and then I'm like, oh wait. I should just go hop over to Netflix here real quick and Yeah. I've I've Oh so you something. know you know about Netflix then? You know, like that, that's capacity. a thing, and yeah. you can watch a lot I of really it, good shows yeah. and stuff. Cool. You, you just don't have to watch I mean, I just, YouTube videos YouTube. of people sharpening knives. Bingo. Nailed <laughs> it. Boom. Nailed Boom. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Nobody's. I'm just. And, nobody's forcing well, we were talking this. earlier about. Reality TV is a drug, man. 
reality uh-huh. programming. Oh, well, I mean, if you're talking about network reality, yeah, it's terrible. Even YouTube. Oh, no, I, I strictly weapons and history. That's like all I stick to. Very well, few life. things can go off on that. You so. live in a very small box. Hey, you need I, to get out I of did. It. Well, I told you about how uh, the one video I watched about how the humans were the good guys. And he did. Yes. This is an article that we need to read about the humans being good guys in Avatar. Yes. It's a argument as to why humans were actually the that's interesting the good guys we'll have to talk about that on a future episode i don't feel like it's it's not possible it's not a terribly long video on youtube either but it's convincing but eh, i prefer the i think uh, i would like a um once we get our book up and like running i'd like like a uh, nate to write like a two-page um deep dive (laughs) into like the, the into the history of the jet uh, jetpack samurai weapons. Yeah, that'd be cool. Ooh, that'd like be cool. Sh- how about a two page of just them making his samurai sword? Yes, like the forging, the, the forging, forging of the of sword, it. like the decades. Should, of wait, should I should metal. I actually just forge? I I have the time. I'm single. Well, <laughs> should I just no, no, like no, forge I, a sword? No, I want a poetically <laughs> a poetically written four pages. Oh, oh man, we're just increased up. <laughs> I, can, I can already see the visuals. A poetically written four pages of just like the dedication of the craftsman forging the sword. That could be good. Or the jetpack. That could be other. good. Like as a uh, an epilogue. Yeah, an epilogue. Man, I'm not even that much of a weeb to do it either. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. Weeb? What's oh, a weeb? No. Oh, it'd be it'd be a Western person. We- Weeble that, wobbles fall or weeble wobbles. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get. It's it's a Western person that idolizes Eastern traditions. Oh, so it'd be like you know, a Western guy that like like those kids that love like the Japanese um, anime. They, they make type. fun of it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and kill them. Yeah, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and grand, I have watched a few animes in my time, but. There's no, there's no. I don't go that far. A lot of, I I felt bad on our animated movies list, even though we were doing superheroes, because there's a bunch of animated, or like anime uh, movies that I absolutely love, like um, uh, Mm -hmm. Princess Mononoke. Love that movie. You and Dude can talk about that stuff. I'm not a big (laughs) uh, anime guy. All right, guys, I think we're at the end of our journey here. We are at the end. May as well. Me and me and Jerry are gonna go away on our mini vacations. Yep. Reconvene. at a later date. Yeah. But uh, I'm just gonna Nate, go, thanks for coming along. Yeah. I'm just going to go farm. You guys have fun on vacation. Yeah. Okay. Prevent plant. You don't have nothing to do. <laughs> I got to work a lot of ground. For Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I'm Jerry. And I'm Nate. See ya.